So welcome to the Nurky for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode two. Yeah. Um, this is Every Man's Guide to Yay. This is Every Man's Guide to Nerddom, where we are two 30 to 40-something year olds who talk about pretty much whatever we want. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle, and you guys might know us from the internets online with the Twitches as uh, KSIG, that's me, it's K underscore SIG, and then Guyver, you and T01, that's Chris, over to my, is that going to be my right, my left? I don't know, camera's kind of flipped. If you're watching on the YouTubes, he's he's the only other one on here, so he's on the other side of me. <laughs> So it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. Uh, so so this is Nurky number two. So we're going to change it up uh, just so you guys know the format here a little bit. I'm going to be pretty busy. We have this big esports thing this next weekend. Kyle's got some work stuff and some personal stuff going on. So the Nurky for next week will actually be for episode three will be the regular. It won't be a bonus episode. It'll be the regular episode for next yeah. week for our next regularly scheduled release. That may happen for the next week or two, unless until we can get caught up and do two episodes in one week again. Yeah. Um, so don't expect a regular episode. Um, I mean, technically this is a regular episode. We just do these for fun though. Yeah. Well, we do all of it for it's fun. All for fun. Weekend. It's all for fun. Yeah. We usually, we try to keep it's a little bit, fun, but you know, in the, in the bank for us, uh, so we're working ahead a little bit because these, um, these for about every, hour you guys watch there's about two to two and a half hours of stuff on the back end that goes with it so uh it mm -hmm. it, it takes up some time so occasionally we may be running a little bit slow but uh all you guys that are hanging in with us man we appreciate it uh everybody watching and, really uh, comments and everything so yeah but yeah uh, we've got a pretty um, good one lined up today with uh, falcon winter soldier episode number two so this is our second series of nerdies our second series of special content and things uh, where we're focusing on the uh, mcu's new um series releases phase four, phase four. Mm -hmm. you know, we did it with wandavision if you guys haven't phase listened four. to those go back we got those um but we try to break these down we go into a lot of detail on those we got some theories we talk about things that chris knows and the things that i don't know and uh it's uh pretty Pretty good stuff. I mean, I learn a lot through these. Um, we come up with theories on the we fly. We have too. some stuff on the go. Yeah, so it's um, we go through a lot of detail on this. So it's it's not your little quick ten minute rundown of this is what happened in the show. Like we're going to break it down. We're going to get into detail. And if that's your thing, then strap in and hang on because we're going to do it. Buckle up, there, Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> buckle up, Bucky. Um, buckle up, Bucky. Oh, we got another do another sad Bucky. Um. Mm -hmm. So let's let's talk about how this is uh, we come up with theories and you know the backstories and stuff. Um, I was wrong about episode one, some of the backstory for U.S. Agent, and I will be I will freely admit I was wrong. So I will retract some of that. U.S. Agent actually does have. You're going to hear this a lot too. Like I was telling Kyle earlier, 
that just shows you how much of a shit I don't give about U.S. Agent. Like from the comic, he was always kind of a throwaway character for me. You know, not an excuse for getting it wrong. It's just I was wrong. Um, but I just didn't remember. So I had to go back and reread a lot of my back issues and stuff and, uh, you know, go to the interwebs. But he did have superpowers. He had superhuman strength and agility, not quite cap level. But and it was up there. It, it was, was pretty it evident. Was, they described it as the highest level of Olympic. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty evident in this episode that he was above normal human, even above above average human level athleticism. Mm-hmm. You see some of the uh, scenes and stuff that that he uh, partakes in. And, and uh, I don't know, I was just kind of wondering, like, I, I remember you talking last week about, you know, so he's like maybe kind of a, uh, not as important. Like, I never had heard of him up to this point. Um, mm-hmm. And so it made me, you know, and I don't dislike the character. Oh, okay. Well, there's a phrasing. Yes, you do. <laughs> we talked about this pre-show a little bit. There's Marvel has a way of making you like characters that are not your typical likable characters. Like I can like a villain and I can like a bad guy and I'm like a shitty, you know, played, not shitty played, but, um, you know, just your, your, your bad guys, your villains and stuff. You can make a likable villain. And that's not saying that's like, you know, a likable villain. Like people like Darth Vader, like I hate this guy. I hate everything about him. Like you got your passion about it. I consider that a likable character because it's a believable character. And I think they're, they maybe, you know, it's weird to bring out, you know, something kind of obscure like, like that. Well, and who Kyle, Here's the shirt for those of you that are watching. Who were you talking about before? Hold on, let's get in there. Eh. Oh yeah. So from I, this show, mm-hmm. who were you talking about? Director Dick. <laughs> you know, from uh, Director Dick. Uh Director uh, Oh god. I just forgot his name. Tyler. Tyler, cuz that's we only referred to him as Director Dick through the whole thing when we were talking about WandaVision. He's Director Dick. That's Yeah. That's his name. He's just Director Dick. We, it's a character that you hate and that you love that you're able to hate that character. You know, so I, I, I chalk him up as a, I guess, a likable, believable character, however you want to put it. Um, because when, you know, you have to, you can't just like the good guys. You can't just be drawn to, you know, you have to like, quote unquote, all the, the characters in the, uh, in the cast for it to work. And, and, uh, with, uh, US agent, like, Oh man, that first scene you just saw like everybody immediately hated him. I'm like, okay, Marvel's gonna do something cool with this. And so I'm I'm excited to see what, what comes out of that. Yeah, it's it, it's that shit eating smirk he had at the, I think that just did it for me. Mm-hmm. And it's not actually a shit eating smirk, it's just I think it's just his regular smirk. Yeah. Just because you know, he's Kurt Russell and Goldie Hans boy. And he's, you know, taller and better looking than me. Um, so and I immediately don't like him right now. And you know there were... Which is half the world. There were people at Marvel that's, that whenever they saw that take of it's that more scene... Than half. That they're just going to be... That they were like, yeah, people are going to react to this. And yep. any reaction... I agree. ...is is good at this point. Because they, they, they played the long game. There's going to be something... I don't, I don't foresee him just handing over the shield by the... I mean... I think that's what's going to happen. 
um, by the end of the series is is uh, Sam's going to, but not willingly is what you're saying. I, I just don't think it's just going to be like, okay, well, I'm done. Here you go. Like, and, and then we're going to be done with us agent unless they kill him off in the series, which I don't see that happening either. Hmm. Well, I, I don't, I think that they're going to keep him around for the next version of the Avengers at this point. You need a cap like character. Yeah. Unless unless there's some falling out he has because he is he's the same but different. He's he's got flashes of old school cap, but then there's there's you know there's a little bravado and some more. He's a little he has a little bit more bravado and a little bit more arrogance than Cap had. Uh, but some of his speeches and things that he says are very Cap like. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's noble at heart. I yeah, think he I really th- is. I think he has good. I don't think he has bad intentions. But I think he's. I think he's smart, and so he's kind of he he's not cap smart. Where cap was always like thinking three steps ahead. If you took you know if you stepped with your right foot, cap was already jumping three feet in front of you because he already predicted your next move. I think he's he's along the same lines, but I don't think he's that speed. Well, I mean, and your difference is so cap was relying on street smarts, and the only training he had up to becoming. A super soldier was what he had in basic training, which was mm-hmm. geared to make him a, you know, that was the uh, the intent from the beginning to make him a, a super soldier. Um, and so the only training he had was that, and then he went on and was, you know, the propaganda figure until um, he was actually, you know, needed. And uh, the difference mm-hmm. here with uh, the USA, like he's got years of military training. He was a yep. soldier before he became well. Not saying, I don't know if he was a soldier a, before he became a super soldier, but he was a soldier before he became uh, what we Captain see him as America. now. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it was also a way different time period. You know, Steve was there. Basically, to me, Steve didn't have any schooling. Mm-mm. No. He was. I mean, he was the. He was literally the school of hard knocks, where their school colors were black and blue, because he was. You know, he got yeah. in the fights all the time on the street. This guy, you'll find out later in the episode, we'll, we'll go more in depth into it. Um, whether you want to hear it or not, we're going to go in depth in it. He had actually schooling, and he went to some of the best schools you can get to. So, you know, it, I think there's a trade-off. I, I think that, I think there's a lot coming. Yeah. So in the comics, both Sam and Bucky were both capped for a time. I think it's going to go to Sam. That's my prediction as of right now. I think it's going to go to Sam. Yeah, I haven't even considered it going to Bucky, honestly. Um, I mean, it's a possibility, but I haven't even considered that. Oh, in the comics, Bucky was a badass cap. He had like this, um, like black costume almost, like it had black on it. Like it looked really, really cool. Hmm. I so, just, the difference Bucky I see had there problems are, being kept though. Are there's uh, I think a key difference. Uh, between new cap now and the cap that we've had, you know, all the way up to this point is, um, you know, our original old school cap was very, um, he had a different sense of patriotism. So he was Mm -hmm. very pro America and the old school sense of patriotism. Our new cap now um, is still very patriotic, but he's, he's also extremely, Pro 
government. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, uh, he he will follow through the orders no matter what. I right think is what you're trying to get at. Yeah. While the old cap didn't trust necessarily government. trust the government. Did, I mean that look at civil war. Yeah. Um, Loved America, it, hated the government, or didn't hate the government, had a strong distrust for the government. And that was Cap's thing. Cap was always questioning things. Mm-hmm. Um, was it, you know, is it a better way? Is, you know, does this mean that this freedom is, he was the most wholesome Cap you could get. He represented the time. Yeah. Um, I think this, I think John Walker represents the time right now too. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's old versus new. So let's get into it or else we're never going to end this. Yep. So, this episode I mean, is called The Star-Spangled Man. Episode two of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Did you start? Yep. I'm a, so we're, you know, the opening scene, um, you see it, it starts in a locker room. And this took me a minute. Like I kept, went back and rewatched it a couple oh, you're times. Oh, you're going there. Okay. Yeah, because I went past the the previously on so you're about a minute 15 in um you see a um zipper like a, slowly unzipping zipper slowly unzipping and i was like am i on the right channel then, <laughs> i don't remember paying for this what okay well hold on but and then you see john walker or going do through. i did i disney plus plus <laughs> so, disney after dark mm-hmm. and you know you see um they're in a football locker room and um, you see John Walker going through. He peels. Uh, there's a, a nameplate on a locker, name sticker on there. And he peels it off, and he, you see his initials behind Under there. Um, and that poor kid. That poor kid. Couldn't find yeah. his locker after. Uh-uh. And so he gets uh, he's having a little sit-down talk with – did he ever say her name? No, um, not at the beginning. Okay. But, um, you know, she talks about this is where you kind of realize that this is his old locker room. I don't know if it's like high school or college or what it is, but, um, you know, she talks about sneaking into meeting after the games. And, and so we're and, assuming this is his wife at this point. Yeah. It's a good assumption, I think. Yeah. Um, and he's just talking. He's he go Walker goes into. Uh, like immediately goes into talking about feeling the pressure that's been been put on him now as the new cap if he's you know and you see some humbleness here i feel this is pretty earnest from him that he doesn't know if he's worthy if he can hold this mantle if he can live up to everybody's expectations and there's all this pressure on him um but he's still going to do it yeah and i think on that it's one of the one of the coolest things i think he says during this whole little dialogue he has with her is that i don't want to fail them it's not i don't want to fail you know for myself it's i don't want to fail them and i think that was that was kind of driven home on this part Mm -hmm. he wants to be he wants to be captain america he wants to as of right now you know that he wants to um hold up the ideals of steve rogers Mm -hmm. that's what i got i think so because we find out later that you know he at least he says he idolized Steve, and I think he did. I do too. Okay, so, so he starts, like practicing his. Oh yeah, so he starts practicing his speech. You know, "Good morning, America. Good morning, America." Um, normal voice, Captain voice. So he's like 
you know, he's getting ready to publicly speak. And then we see um, another uniform. Hoskins come in. Soldier Hoskins. Hoskins. Hoskins comes in and asks, you know, did he puke yet? And she's like, nope, not yet. So mm. these two, you know, they all know each other really well. Yeah. Well enough to know that apparently he pukes if uh, he gets nervous is mm. what it sounds like. Either he's raping him a little bit. Yeah. Something I kind of noticed was a little off on this or to me that kind of made me wrap my head around the positions that they're both in right now. So right now they're, they're in full uniform. So they're still active duty. But mm-hmm. Walker has the long sideburns. He's got the longer hair. Hoskins has a little bit of a longer hairdo. So it's not like very high and tight regulation looking hair. So it kind of makes me, you know, think that signifies, which we we do know later, that they're just not, you know, your regular infantry grunts. They're they're probably a little higher up the the food chain. Like you're saying, like special forces. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree to that. I didn't. I didn't even catch on to that part. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't catch on to that part at all. But yeah, they are kind of not regulatory, are they? No. It doesn't seem like it. Uh, it may be, but it seems like longer hair, maybe a thing. So. So this is Lamar Hoskins. Um. For those that know the history of him, he is John's Bucky. Um, in the comic, he was John's Bucky. Um, he started out as Bucky, um, and they did some pretty bad shit to get to get themselves known as Captain America and Bucky in the public's eye, like staging stuff, if I remember right. Um, but then they, um, I, I think it was Marvel Comics. There might have been some outrage. I can't remember the full story, but basically they figured out that uh, Bucky for a black guy's name was racist, mm-hmm. and which is why they changed his name to Battlestar in the comic. Oh, okay. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong. You guys, you know, call me out if I am, but I, I seem to recall that. So Bucky went from, he is his Bucky though. Right. So, okay, go ahead. Oh, um, you know, they had their talk and they cut to, well, never mind. They don't cut to the scene. We get the intro again. I thought we were already passing the intro. The, uh, the Marvel scroll roll thing. And it uh, was a different Marvel song too. Did you notice that? Mm-mm. It wasn't the typical one. I did not catch it, that. It, yeah. Cause it sounded like a marching band. Oh, well, yeah. Cause they were, they were leading up because they there had the, right. the drum line and, and everything yeah and um, because when you actually get to the scene they're at a uh a football stadium there's a drum line going there's a um uh full so, okay. band out on the field on this scene all i could think about it this is this is bad but the way that they're dressed with their little red berets was that family um family guy where um is it Family Guy? No, it might have been American Dad. Where they, yeah, it was American Dad, where they went to the Circus Olay, or Cirque de Sol, which was the rerun, um, the rerun one from What's Happening. 
and all the guys were dressed like rerun with the red berets and everything and they're all dancing the same i didn't remember i don't remember that one uh, you, we'll have to look that up here in a minute. Right. But yeah, that's that's what it was. And that's <laughs> all I could think of. And I just started busting up laughing. So if you've seen American Dad, you're welcome. It's a great opening scene, though. Well, what I noticed from this is there's a, it's obvious that the government is trying to commercialize our new version of Captain America, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's posters, there's memorabilia out there that people are wearing hats, they've got action figures he's signing stuff you know he's he's very uh seems very commercialized mm -hmm. from the get-go like you know we're gonna you know push push this image as hard as we can to be as positive as we can and you get the crowds full of people wearing sweatshirts and you know they're just and i you know i said this last episode and i'll say it again because it's still stuck in my head is like i'm all I think about now is the boys and the commercialized mm -hmm. superheroes and stuff. And yep, how the how the corpse owned the the soups. Mm -hmm. Yep. So what this reminded me of this was very 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 reminiscent of um, the first Avenger, Captain America: The First Avenger. Mm -hmm. How they didn't Cap didn't actually go out and fight anyone, and yeah. how they just sold him to the public. To right. try and get them on board. That's what it was. And that's what this reminded me of a lot. Yeah. And I mean, and that's really what, I mean, he says it later. That's really kind of what he's supposed to be right now, or at least publicly. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he's the, the face of hope. America. Um, and then one thing, when he gets on stage, one thing I thought was really, really cool, um, as much as, you know, I can say U.S. agent's cool. The new costume, if you look, his harness that he has, yeah, it completes the star on it on the right part of his chest. I didn't mm -hmm. notice that first episode. I wasn't paying I attention. I didn't catch it either. But I think it's just kind of cool looking. It really it's is. A, I mean, it's it's a cool costume for sure. Yeah. Um. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so then you know he sits down. He's he's on a uh, interview with Good Morning America. Which, you know, ABC, Disney, all that fun stuff. We're going to talk about it. But it, it is, it's it's the modern version of uh, when when Steve was paraded around as Captain America doing USO shows and different things. Um, she, the interviewer, I can't remember who she is. But uh, um, I'm trying to remember. This is where we find out, you know, he's back at his high school. So they're, they're giving that you know, down home, get old apple pie feel, you know, football and hometown and, and all that stuff. I mean, it's a very um, deliberate scene mm -hmm. for him. I'm not saying like scene within so, the show, but it's a scene that the government is setting up for Cap. Oh, 100%. So here's your first Easter egg. Okay. The song that the high school band's playing mm -hmm. is an updated version of the song that they played for Steve in the first Avenger. Okay. That That's song cool. is called the star spangled man. We have a title. So just, yeah. It just <laughs> updated version of it. So just pretty cool. So um, get, it seems like we got some like, you know, you get the pretty canned banter back and forth with the questions and the interview, you know, like do 
eagles soar overhead when you walk and and um he cheesily plays into it really well that you know like that happens and flags majestically start waving in the wind and um he's he's really playing it up for the camera really well um for uh for the interview again you know for his pr reveal and stuff that um that that personal line it didn't strike me as something that like how cap if cap was in this situation that he would say um it, it seemed a little it's not arrogant a little he's he's he, he's cockier than cap than steve He's 100% cockier than Steve. Steve is the most humble person you've yeah. ever met. And um, th- you could tell this guy, well, okay, let's go back to that. What I think rings true, what you just said, Kyle, is that he is cocky. When his wife, girlfriend, whoever she is, comes in, mm-hmm. um, when she said, you remember when I used to come here, sneak in here? And it, um. And if you remember, he goes, yeah, that's when we were winning or something like that. I think that's what kind of you're referring to, too, is he's yeah. like, yeah, we were winning because I was there. Yeah. So I think I think that's part of that cockiness. Do you think he was saying that the winning line because it was because he was here when they were winning or that he was winning because she was coming? Okay, it's probably when they were winning. Okay. That's what I think. I had to talk that um, one out for it to make sense in my head. <laughs> so here's something else that's really cool. Um, another Easter egg about this. So what I really loved about this interview with him on this, you know, we'll get into this interview more, but he seems just like he's getting, he's taking this job very seriously, yeah. which I think they did a great job at portraying this. Excuse me. And, um, and just sincerely too, like you can tell he's just genuinely happy to be Captain America, to be picked for Captain. That's what I got from this interview of him. What was different is this is vastly different than his origin story in the comics. Okay. In the comics, um, he was a borderline supervillain when he first started out. He was called the Super Patriot. Okay. And he was willing to do whatever it took to get the job done. You see that later in the end. You see, you, yeah. Well, you don't see it, but you pick up on it. just from his speech and the way he does stuff yeah right but yeah so this is vastly vastly different so i think he was immediately more likable here than he was in his comics debut because like i said he was kind of a loser to me in the comics he really was well and you know all that that you're talking about from the comics just because we haven't seen it on screen yet doesn't mean it hasn't actually happened right this is just where we are we're like yeah. five minutes into the episode. Well, well, yeah, that. I mean, it, well, even throughout this whole episode, you don't, you don't really get that from it, but it could be revealed in the next episode or whatever. Like, he done some bad shit before. Maybe not bad shit, but just some questionable things to complete the mm-hmm. mission. Like, that. that's still possible. Do whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did find it interesting that they announced who he was from the get-go, you know, with his helmet off, because Steve didn't used to have his helmet. He had his helmet on all the time when they first introduced him Mm -hmm. because they wanted him to be Captain America. I think, do you think the government was going for the angle? Hey, he's not trying to be Captain America. Here's our guy right here. He's a guy. By showing him without the helmet? I think so. They're trying to show that, well, 
there's still probably even though like to save the world there's still the tension from i mean you still have discovery accords and all that that a lot of people probably don't totally trust superheroes and so it's showing hey this is he's just a dude you know that he this is a normal guy and so hence the the unmasking early the, right. to, to be able to relate i think yeah exactly what you were saying so and here's where kyle and i were talking earlier too. this part of the interview where it differed from steve she said john walker she's like you know you're being humble because he said something he's like oh no you know oh shucks mm-hmm. um she said you know she goes through his resume john walker first person in american history to reserve to receive three medals of honor ran rs1 missions in counterterrorism and hostage rescue um it's and then it shows him you know the you know jogging and punching and stuff um the government did a study of your body at mit and you tested off the charts in every measurable category and it showed him throwing the shield like cap and doing the the um calculations to get it back to him like the boomerang yeah which actually i thought that was a really damn cool scene that part right there where he was doing that so at this point we think you know something's happened to where maybe he does have superpowers if he's testing off the charts off of every category because usually normal human beings don't do that well this him throwing the shield Mm -hmm. was very up 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 there like that's that's not you know super athlete performance throwing the shield ricocheting and catching it like that that's just that's just not gonna happen that's not like a uh a, a b-rob throw normal no. b-rob throw no no it's not it's not like you can you know you can train to throw the shield at that level i don't think i don't know i've never tried i don't I've never tried it i say b-rob because b-rob's a better athlete than both kyle and i combined mm-hmm. um, he is he doesn't he i uh, hope he's not listening though because i don't want no, B Rob, we hate you. Mm-hmm. We'll find out really quick um, if you've been listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'll get a text. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, and then I think he was again. I think he was a little bit more likable than his comic debut because he's like, you know, he's like, I'm not Tony Stark. I'm not Doctor Banner. You know, I'm not the smartest that there is, but he is smart. He's a smart guy. Um. And he's going through the things that he doesn't have gadgets, super strength. Right. And he's like, you know, but what I've got is guts. Well, there's Skippy. I think you got a little bit more than guts when you were throwing that shield. I think so. So I don't know. What do you think? Let's prediction right now as of 721, not the time, but into the episode. Episode two. Do you think John Walker has superpowers? Yes. You think he's been enhanced? I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm the same. Yep. I think he's juicing. I think we need our new Captain Peanut Cup. And we can test him for, you know, uh, power enhancing drugs. <laughs> John, why is this why is this blue? Don't worry about it. Why is it glowing? <laughs> Reacting weird under this. Yeah. Yeah. I th- probably get that know, checked out, on- John. Like I'm not. He peed on the wall and it melted. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's something that uh, you probably need to go see a doctor about. Maybe get some penicillin. It's not right. It's and, not right. Uh, yeah, you don't want to let that linger too long, John. <laughs> John. John. Okay. And then, you know, he's he's like something. Capital always had was guts. I love this part right here. And you know, I know I say this all the time, but I do love. I just love these damn shows. These are so good. Yeah. And she's like, do you know Steve Rogers? And then it shows Bucky on his bed, a.k.a. the hardwood floor. Yep. Watching TV. And you could tell Bucky was not happy. Mm -mm. Not at all. That was sad Bucky. That looked like borderline fuming Bucky. Like, when you're so mad that he he had the calm mad. You know what I'm talking about? Like, he wasn't, yes. like, red in the face. Fist wasn't shaking. You know, he wasn't, like, hitting tables. And like, this son of a bitch ain't kept and throwing things. Yeah. He was, you know, just sitting there, just dead-ass stare at the TV and just very slow calculated, like, ooh, you know, that's really pissed. That's the quiet guy in the corner of the room that, yeah, he was that's not calm. Happy. We'll call that one Calm Rage Bucky. Yeah. He was, he was, he was calm. He was calm, angry, calm and angry. Congry. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was congry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sticking oh, with that. That was great. I like that. Um, but yeah, so congry might, congry Bucky might be a, uh, one of our new memes too. And he's like, you know, I never knew Cap. You know, I followed his, but I followed his career. Like, that's kind of a chicken shit answer. You think? I think it was. Like, I don't, I don't I, know. I think I'm trying know. to find some reason to not like him right now. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of grasping. I'm trying to find some reason not to, to like him. His teeth are stupid. His t- look at that perfect hair and that chiseled yeah. chin. His parents are famous. That's, no, I think I took it as he was a fan. Um, he, well, either he was a fan or he, you know, just said he was for appearances. But right. I would, I would like to think that he probably, if, I mean, at the very least, you know, follow him. Of course, everybody probably did. You know, it wasn't like Cap was a it's, secret it was underground superhero. No, yeah. it was Captain America. Yeah. So, you know, she asked. You've always wanted to be a hero, and. And what did he say? I, I like this line. I like that what I was doing would make people feel safe. I just think that's just kind of an iconic kind of line that they threw in there. You know, like that's that's a that's a defining statement. It could still get flipped upside down. We could, you know, one hundred percent. I mean, just like with one division with Hayward in you know, the first episode record or two or even three Dick. record Dick. We he didn't become director Dick until like what episode three? Episode yeah, four. Like episode three. I think yeah. it was episode three. So we we've got time, still time for you know, US agent to turn into Agent Dick. Agent Richard. Yeah. I almost went with Dick Agent, but I think Agent Dick probably works better. Agent Dick. <laughs> Dick Agent. That sounds like a good screen name. Yeah, Dick Agent sounds like a guy that tries to offer you contracts to 
you know, sit on couches and do things, but agent Dick, some sort of casting couch, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Sit here on the stock. Um, I've, I mean, I've heard of those. <laughs> I've heard not that I've perused those. Yeah. Um, and then he goes, you know, I've never met him, but it feels like a brother and Bucky's face. He Bucky's face just loses his shit at that statement. Did you see mm-hmm. that? Yeah. The scowl. Yeah. He he does that that lick where he licks his lips and then just kind of frowns and just scowls. Mm-hmm. I think I think he totally like, forgot about rule number two at that point. He's like, I'm. I'm I think I'm he did too. <laughs> um. Next thing you know, we see Sam looking at this poster, just kind of what the hell, and it's this Cap is back poster. Mm-hmm. And you know, Cap is back, John Walker. And if you look, I don't know if you noticed, it's an army poster too. It's in the bottom right. Yeah, I saw that. And you see up with Torres. Um, I'm gonna tie in later in the episode Torres with who we think one of the villain slash players is in this show. Oh, yeah. And and U.S. agents history. So just remind me if I forget. Okay. Um, you know, he's like Tor. He asked Torres, you know, did you meet him? He's like, no. Um. And then they're talking, and they're on their way to uh, Munich. I like how Bucky um, just walks onto this military base. I know. <laughs> the guy I who mean, got pardoned by the president. Uh, what you know, he's. For how many decades he was a freaking he's 106 Nazi, Nazi super terrorist, and then he's like, Hey, come on in, don't worry about your clearance. We got some cool shit in here, but it's cool. Hey, don't worry about it. No. And don't he's dressed all point. in black. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like he should be there. Yeah. <laughs> and no one gives him a second look. And well, the I mean, first thing could, Bucky though, he, he can kick everybody's ass pretty much, but that's true too. First thing Bucky says is you shouldn't have given up the shield and I Okay, this is where I really start liking these two or loving these two. He's like, "Good to see you too, Buck." They're they're like, it's like this weirdest bromance ever. It's like brothers who hate each other. Yeah, it's like well, and we you know me and you talked about this before, and even a couple of days before we started recording, like we've got the like the makings of a cool like buddy cop. Like this is like superhero lethal weapon is what it's turning into, and. I love I'm it. I'm getting too old for this shield. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting too old for this shield. <laughs> I'm getting too old for this shield. And then, you know, Bucky's like, Bucky's just sneering at him the whole time. This is wrong. And he's like, hey, hey, look, I'm working. All right. Like, mm-hmm. I just like how they snap each other. Yeah. And I never thought about that. It is very lethal weapon like. Yeah. Like, it, not, the, not the TV show, like the good movies. Yeah. Like the good movies. Yeah. Yeah. Some people argue four wasn't good. I liked four. If we get a scene with Sam just like sitting on the toilet with his legs asleep, a bomb about to explode, and uh, or one, or, two, three, or one, two, three, three, <laughs> <laughs> or he make or Bucky makes Sam dress up uh, in a chicken costume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the possibility, but I like it. I mean, and I think we should talk about this too because it's a such a different feel from Wandavision, right? Mm-hmm. 100%. And Disney, Disney is doing some cool things with, you know, I'm saying Disney because, you know, we're 
we are. But, you know, we think back with the Mandalorian was very Western feeling. Mm -hmm. Space uh, Western. Yep. WandaVision was, you know, very sitcom -y and stuff. It was a blend there. It wasn't, you're, they went from, it was like X Files meets I Love Lucy meets Parker, you know, all these mashups. And then this is a whole different Malcolm feel. in Middle. Yeah. And this is a whole different feel. This has that action, this, that buddy action movie feel to it. Um, and this one, this one feels more traditional Marvel than One Division for sure. Um, but like Marvel is finding its stride on the small screen, I think, or finding not finding its stride. Uh, it, it was running full speed, but they're get they're getting their feet into because we we you and I have discussed this. Marvel's always had the movies. Yep. DC has had television. And they're giving DC and a run the for their money. And right the direct now. to home movie. Yeah. Oh, they're completely giving DC a run for their money. Especially since DC let the CW take Stargirl over. You bastards, if you ruin that show, I will write angry letters to you or emails. I'll, I'll complain with large capital letters on the internet. It will be all caps. I will tweet out something of my dislike. Mm -hmm. All um, the hashtags. All the hashtags. It'll be like 30 of them. Minor grammatical errors and spelling problems, but still. You know what? You get what I'm saying. Um, yeah, and I think you're absolutely right. It's it's They're finding their stride here. They really are. And I think I think they're, the past three shows that they've done, it's just they're all home runs. Yep. In my my opinion, Chris's opinion, all home runs. Yeah, this is good stuff. This. So one of the funniest things I think was said, Bucky's just, you know, berating Sam over this, giving up the shield. And Sam goes, what do you want me to do? Call America and tell him I changed my mind? Huh? Mm. Like, I don't know why, but I just lost it at that part. There, this little little meetup here. There's a lot of little bitty quick lines that I just love. Yeah, I just, just absolutely love that. You know, the writing for this. To um, I have to go back a little bit because I've played to play and go on through. But um, you know, when Sam tells him he has another mission, and he 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 talks about what could be bigger than this. Yeah, you know the the flags. This is where he tells Bucky about the flag smashers, and he's like. He's strong. He's too strong. It's kind of key, right? Well, that's important later. Him talking about how strong he is. Damn it, Chris. But <laughs> I was right in a way. You were right. I, I was pretty sure you were right, but I just couldn't be. I had to give the conflicting opinion for the sake of this. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. He talked about the flag smashers, and uh, that's when you know Bucky says he's going to go with him. They're arguing a little bit, but he, when Sam he's says, like, "No, you're not." Yeah, he says, it's the big three. Oh, I love this! I that, love this. So freaking love when it. we okay. Usually, when we hear the big three, what is it you first think of? I'll make it easier. If you hear big three, what do you think of in Marvel? Big three when I think of Marvel? Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to be wrong, but I'm thinking, you know, like Sword, Hydra. I'm thinking the big three, the big organizations. Well, I mean, that's that, 
I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, that could be right too. Usually most people, when you hear the big three in like the Marvel universe, as of right now, because of the films, you well, think of Thor, go. Captain America, Iron Man. That's the big okay. three. DC, you think of the big three. That's Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman. Yeah. Usually when I hear big three, that's what I think of. See, I thought he might have been referring to like maybe big three super villains that, you know, I wouldn't be, you know, I know Thanos. So three, take yeah. care of. Or um, the top three rappers of all time, Dylon, Dylon, and Dylon. He spits hot fire. That's a Chappelle show reference if you don't get it. Um, back in our okay, day. go ahead. Yeah, back in but, our day. Go ahead. What? But, but he's three. like, what's, what's the big three? And he's like, androids, aliens, and wizards. <laughs> this is the, <laughs> this is so good. It's like, yeah, like, no, it's not yet. Yeah, no, it's not. He's like, every time we're fighting something, it's one of those three. You know? <laughs> and there's, yeah. It's funny with them being so serious. I don't know how. There's so many scenes in this. I wonder how many times they had to reshoot those. Because there is no way that they made it through those scenes without cracking up at each other. Cracking up. I would love to see the outtakes because. Oh yeah. The, the best line of the whole thing to me was, "Who are you fighting? How? Who are you fighting now? Gandalf?" And he's like, "How do you know about Gandalf?" You know, they're raising their voices at each other. And then you remember what Bucky said at that point? He's like, "I read The Hobbit in 1937 when it first came out." You, know? <laughs> was, you could see Bob, You could see Bucky at that point. Just mic dropping it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm laughing. That was a, the second time I watched through. I was watching with my daughter. So I'm laughing. She's laughing. She looks over to me and my cat's like on the arm of my chair. I got this big white cat named Gandalf. So then she sees the cat and she starts laughing even more because, you know, my Gandalf's here. And then there's that scene. Uh, <laughs> when he talks about Dr. Strange, you know, and he said uh, he's a sorcerer. <laughs> the line, a sorcerer is a wizard without a hat. I died. I was dead. Yep. Yep. A sorcerer's a wizard. Like, if you think about it, it that's actually true. Mm-hmm. It seems like like uh, the the androids, aliens. What was the third one? And wizards. Androids, aliens, and wizards. Mm-hmm. It seems like I've heard that before. That that seems so familiar when he said that. Um, that, I always thought it was gypsies, tramps, and thieves. Gypsies. That's a share. That's a share reference. Also, mystery science theater from yeah, well, Werewolf. I'm not, I'm not super up on my share. I'll share that with you. You, disapp- you disappoint me. You would be if you watched more RuPaul's Drag Race, like the rest of us. I watched a little bit. <laughs> After you, Your Honor. Where were we? Where were <laughs> we? Hey, he's like, hey, where he goes, I'm right. I just came up with that. It's crazy. But that's not the point. These guys aren't magical. No. And he said, they use brute force, force like you. The incredible, what did he said, He said, the incredibly, these br- brute force like you, the incredibly annoying guy, what did he say? Oh, I'm getting there. The incredibly annoying guy Lost in front of me with oh, the staring... Go. With the I was letting it play through problem. again. I was at where they're like in the, yeah. in the plane. In the staring. plane, okay. We're almost there, yeah. With me in front of with the staring problem. Remember where Sam says this, because this comes up three times in this episode. The staring part? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. 
And then you think about it, he actually does stare a lot. Mm -hmm. He does. <laughs> like when they're they're in the plane, so they <laughs> Bucky ends up getting to go. Bucky gets his way and gets to go with Sam on this mission, and they're just sitting in the back of this transport plane and just staring at each other. Neither one of them blinking. <laughs> that little scene that was funny, but it was that setup for stuff later in the episode was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, just staring at each other, just stare. And Sam's face just killed me. Yeah. And they're both kind of just moving forward. Like Sam moves forward, so Bucky moves forward real quick. Mm -hmm. I had, uh... And then, you know, Sam gets up, Bucky gets up. They both grab some goggles. He's like, what's our plan? I had seen then, um, a meme earlier in the week um, talking about Anthony Mackie. The, <laughs> I don't know, you may have shared it or somebody shared it, but it, it said that uh, Anthony Mackie always has a look on his face like he knows some secret about you, but he's not going to tell anybody, <laughs> but he wants you to know that he knows it. But, it's that look. It's that look like, mm-hmm. Man, that's I right know. He does. that's right no that wasn't me but i wish i would have now yeah i'll find it take credit for that um so sam's just quiet he's putting in his earpiece and bucky sits down he's like great so no plan you know sam's just giving him the cold shoulder yeah and taurus is like 30 seconds and he's like enjoy your ride buck and then buck just snaps at him or bucky bucky he's like no you you can't call me that. And he's like, why not? That's what, you know, Steve called you that. And he's like, Steve knew me longer and Steve had a plan. And he just kind of looks at him. Yeah, Steve like, always had a plan. Eh, he's not wrong. Hmm. And Sam's like, I got a plan. But he's like, what, you know, what, what? And uh, Falcon jumps out of the plane. Mm -hmm. So, and then they said we're at 200 feet you know and Bucky's like where's the shoots and Torres is like we're at 200 feet you know we're too low for a shoot and correct me if I'm wrong I believe that that's under radar range isn't it 200 probably. feet that's why they're so low yeah probably Um, and then this is a this is a great scene right here he's like Bucky's like I don't need it anyway and at this point, they they, if you're looking at the subtitles, they don't call him Bucky anymore. At this point, saw, they call him yeah. Winter Soldier. They switch to Winter Soldier when I he saw, goes. I caught that they too. don't need it. Yeah. So if you're not watching subtitles, like, so my dad is going deaf basically. You know, hearing aids. He's old and he needs uh, just from being in the navy, like the guns going off on mm -hmm. the ship he was on, being fired. They didn't in the time they didn't need protection for their ears so everything we have is on subtitle now like just kind of out of habit at this point now that's how it is in my house see because well, I can't, you're yeah you can't hear I can't so hear I've, I've just gotten used to it but if you're not watching with subtitles on just start doing that you're gonna catch a lot of stuff mm -hmm. you'll catch so many things that i mean like they yeah they called they changed from bucky to winter soldier mm -hmm. I thought yeah. that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I have I have everything on on subtitles at at my place and and uh, that when I first when I finally started doing that when I realized like my hearing was bad 
when I came from like, okay, well, I'll just turn on subtitles and I mi- I caught so many things that I'll tell you the first, the first, no, we're going off tra- track a little bit here, but this is, you'll like this. The, um, the first movie I watched with subtitles, what triggered me to watch something with subtitles, the original Mad Max movie. And I didn't do that because I had trouble hearing. I couldn't understand their damn accent. Like, I have no idea what these guys are talking about. And <laughs> it's like watching a Scottish show. Yeah, I just like, you're probably yelling about like crocodiles and dingoes and shit that I don't yeah. know, like, what's going on. And so, I, you know, I turned it on subtitles for that and I just left it on and then started watching some other movies. Like, oh, this is, that's what they say. It's, it's like when you get the song lyrics for a song that you've been singing wrong your entire life. And for me, it's every song. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's not revved up like a douche. It's wrapped up like a douche. <laughs> That's the same effect that you have when you start watching stuff with subtitles if your hearing's gone to shit. So. And so. Fun fact, I also note, edit the like, audio for these shows. So I'm the guy that can't hear this editing audio. And he's doing all of it. It's, it's like when Conor McGregor gets riled up. Like, you have to have subtitles. Yeah, you do. I get mad if I like watching YouTube because half the time, you know, they don't have integrated subtitles and uh, it's just, you know, the auto generated subtitles are sometimes hilarious. That's something else. If you've never done, done that, if you've never turned on auto generated subtitles on a YouTube video, highly recommend it. You'll laugh your ass Mm -hmm. off. It's some of the funniest stuff ever. So, and let me, let me go back in preference to our two listeners in Ireland who we love you. I, we love you. It's not because you're Irish that we need a subtitle. It's because when McGregor gets so fired up, he starts yelling and all his words just go together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if you've ever watched those subtitles of McGregor yelling, those are gold. You need yeah. to watch those if you haven't. Um, especially people there. trying to do them. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is like people just trying to figure out what he's saying because he's just so excited like it's oh it's brilliant um so bucky's like yeah you know i don't need it anyway and you know they're just barely above the treetops he's like yeah i love this part and he just rips the sleeve off of it. he ripped it was a nice jacket why did he you do know, that you know what that looks like? That looks like a very X-Men jacket, like um, Cy- the one Cyclops was wearing from like two or three. Yeah, so very Foxman. Okay, like yeah, the very first, Foxman. First uh, half of Foxman, I guess. Yeah. Or, no, it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not, not. I think uh, it was. Not, not Age of okay. Apocalypse or. Yeah, yeah no. No, but I mean, doesn't it look like that kind of? Kind of. Why so, did he rip it off though? Like. I don't on- know. Apparently. Bucky's got disposable income. That was a nice jacket. Yeah. I mean, like, do you want a jacket or do you want a vest? Make up your mind. Oh, or maybe he wants a sweater vest. Maybe. I mean, Bucky's just being a douche. Yeah. He's like, oh, this will look cool. And it did. Well, it did. <laughs> he, he, he's right. It looked a lot cooler because yeah. that vibranium arm is awesome. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's so if you don't remember. It's gold looking and. Yeah, it very Wakanda looking. If you didn't remember, that's where he got it. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was the white wolf. And then he starts yelling. And then if you pause it at the right moment, you see his little figure going out of the plane, just falling. 
And Torres, <laughs> Torres is look, just looking at He just kind of shakes his head. And you see Bucky going through the trees, trying to slow himself down, grabbing at the branches. And then he just hits the ground. And it's just kind of... Uh... <laughs> but he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. And then you hear Sam, like in his earpiece, going, I have all that on camera. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. And here comes Red Wing. <laughs> just hovering over him like this was the best and buggy hates red wing for buggy hates red wing with a fat pat with a passion mm-hmm. he's like get it out of my face Emma, or i'll break it he's like, all right go north come on and you know he, he's kind of laughing when he says this and red wings ling- leading him mm-hmm. so um so if you look inside the factory now um they go into this like old abandoned Kind of looks like one of those maybe turn of the century child labor textile factories. Yeah. Just run down. If you look at the graffiti in the wall, did you see the um, top left above all the like the big blue bubble? Uh, it's the red hand with the world in it. Mm, I didn't catch it. I caught the tree growing. Oh, yeah, there's the hand. Yep. Mm-hmm. Real brief. There's, yep, there's your Easter egg. I was more amazed by the tree growing up out of the ground inside the factory. Yeah, uh, uh, in the words of uh, Jeff Goldblum, uh, uh, nature finds a way. Mm-hmm. Um, that is my worst crazy son of a bitch ever, did it. F- yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, they start. Oh, 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 and and oh, we look this up. Going back a little bit, so that is John's wife, Olivia Walker. Okay. The reason I didn't know who the hell she was, she was created for this. Oh. She doesn't have a she doesn't have a counterpart in the comics. Okay. So which is fine. Which is fine. Somebody will probably have a big harumph about it, but it's fine. This is the retelling. <laughs> this is I mean, how many damn universes do we have to deal with anyway that we can't experience one? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Well, it's fine. In the words of I am or uh EGTN, it's fine. Fine. And you know, and then Red Wings flying around Bucky's head. And what does Bucky do at this part? Uh, I got ahead of you again. And so he's he swats uh, at it like a fly. Yeah, he hates that thing. He absolutely hates that thing. (laughs) Like, I really want to know the reason at this point. Oh. I don't know if this is intentional. So go to 12 minutes, 38 seconds. Okay. Okay. You got to pause. See how Bucky's just kind of standing there. Yeah. Look at the back left, the The graffiti, the back left in between the two pillars, the graffiti. Is that Rosie from um, the Jetsons? The they're made the um, robot made her head. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks cool. like it, doesn't it? I'm trying to get a good pause on it. This is twelve thirty-eight. Twelve thirty-eight on the dot. Uh, let's see what we can come up with. Thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty-eight. Nope, that's thirty-seven. I can't make it out. My mic's in my way too. <laughs> it looks to me like it's Rosie's head from the Jetsons. Between the pillars. I see. Uh, 
Maybe. Maybe. You know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, yeah. It's I know probably not, about. but it, it kind of looks to me like it is. Could be. And it's probably nothing. That's probably literally whatever whoever tagged this building did. Yeah, it was doing some random. Like, you do see... Now I'm looking at all the graffiti because you do see some, like, figures in, like, after this, some figures in ski masks, like, painted on the walls and very, you know, that's the more, probably more recent graffiti since this is one of their hideouts. And that's the best way to keep your hideout secret is to paint pictures of people that look like your organization on the wall. Yep, yep. Hiding in plain sight. Yeah. I would. No uh, terrorists here. I'd put all pictures of, uh. Danny Glover and Mel Gibson on everywhere. I would just, uh, I would graffiti Aqua Teen Hunger Force everywhere. Just the whole, just to make things. Just Carl. Just Carl. It's just Carl uh, everywhere. And, and his Carl pink and top then, and his gold chain. And, and then at the entrance, it'd be MCP pants. Mm-hmm. Said, unless you got candy, you ain't coming in. Because he has a need. That's different than a want. He wants no, candy, we'll, bubblegum, and taffy. I no, won't go watch the birthday snake episode. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just decide that I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are the best. The Such a damn good show. It is. Huh. Okay. So they're um, scanning for bad guys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And so I think I think his distrust of what Red Wing is. I mean, yeah, physically looking at him, he's younger, but age wise, you know, he's a he's a crotchety old man. In all yeah. reality, he's a hundred and something years old. He's you know old enough to get really angry if he misses his programs. So, <laughs> or his Buckham Musil. Yeah, his Buckham Musil. Matlock's on. Leave me alone, Matt. <laughs> hey. Leave me alone. The Golden Girls is on. Mm-hmm. Oh, that Blanche. And so <laughs> I think it's it's his his actual age distressed of that kind of technology, maybe. Um, I think you're right. I never thought about that. And so they kind of get it put to the test here of, you know, spotting the bad guys. They're, they're talking a lot for a pretty open, echoey building, trying to spy on people, but, you know, whatever. There's a couple things in this episode like that that I noticed that too that annoyed me. Yeah. Just as just as a fanboy saying this couldn't happen. And I guess spend some of that disbelief. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we'll come up to that on on the next part of this. But yeah, no, you're right. They're they're very very loud. So um, he, uh, Sam calls him. You know, talking about being stealthy. And he's like, oh, you know, you spend some time in Wakanda, and you come out, you know. Uh, white panther he's like actually it's white wolf white wolf yep when he tells him you know he tells him too we're not assassins and bucky just kind of looks at him because bucky's like i am an assassin technically one of us is like i'll see he'll see inside (laughs) yeah he's like come on man i was kidding Mm -hmm. just we stuff you and red wing no yeah and okay did you notice when he goes look at you all stealthy I pointed this out to to uh, my wife. I don't know if you caught this. Did you see what that was in reference to and no. why that was, shouldn't have happened? Okay, if you look at that scene, it's uh, 1322. Yeah. He is in a kind of a tunnel part of the warehouse. 
mm-hmm. surrounded by all concrete, right? And standing water everywhere. Yeah. That should be reverberating him stepping in that water everywhere. You'll hear that splash, splash. You know what I mean? Did he step in the water? Yeah, look, he's right in it. It's everywhere. You cannot, you cannot not step in it. Oh, well, yeah. Um, even though he's walking in the corner, but he's walking, he's not making a sound. Well, he's that stealthy. He is that stealthy. Maybe he was being serious. Maybe he wasn't being just smart ass about it. Yeah. Look at you being no, all I stealthy. Don't, I don't think like, he was, but Whoa, look at you. Being all stealthy. Being all stealthy. <laughs> I'm impressed. Maybe, but yeah, he, he didn't make a damn sound. <laughs> No, and Sam. Sam's chuckling. No, Sam, you're being serious. Yeah, that's when you know that's when you become the white wolf. You get extra stealthy. Plus seven sneak. <laughs> plus seven sneak. Uh, with yeah. a with pants of plus twelve. Well, that's why he ripped the sleeve off because that made him just light enough to be able to be stealthy. That's true because just... they could smell his cool coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That brought him down a notch. Brought him down a notch. They had to balance out. The mitigating factor. Uh, then, you know, he says, all right, I'm inside. Therefore, way ahead of you. And he's looking. He's like, it's it's not great. It's doable. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden Sam is right next to him and behind him. <laughs> and, you know, Bucky's like, what? You know, it scared Bucky. Yeah. And he goes, he's looking around and he goes, Hello, how are you? He's like, good. What did I miss? Nothing. Like, oh, that was just a great part. <laughs> and then, you know, he's like, I got a vibranium arm. I can take him. And Sam, like, this is the whole bro dynamic. Uh, Sam going, I can fly. Who gives a shit? On Disney, they said shit. They <laughs> said shit on two Disney. two episodes in a row. I know. There's a lot of Disney shit. That's a lot of Disney shit. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't step in any goofy, we're fine. Hmm. Um, so then this is the uh, the old uh, man versus machine. Well, man machine versus machine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Part man. He's a little, he got a little bit of machine in him. I don't know why somebody's got distress his technology for that, but whatever. That, you know, he's saying, says, I see so many. Um, what do you say? Four or five. Um, or he saw, so he saw, how many did you see? Like two. And then he has written on to his scan and he's like, oh, it's four or five. It's kind of like a haha, got you moment. Um, and then they, this is where they thought they saw the, uh, oh yeah, he talks about them being strong. So, like, so it's just not one. And this is important because last episode, it was just one super strong ass kicker. And this one, they're all just like lifting up these crates of things like like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. They're, you know, moving pallets of pillows for all we know. And uh and these are big ass things. Yeah. You know, and it's just normal people looking at people moving stuff around. So that's you know, they know something's up. And um did he get the scan now? Yeah, that's when he picks up the scan that there's somebody in the back of one of the trucks or one of the trailers. And so there's, you know, I think there's a hostage, and then Bucky goes into super fast Bucky mode, and something happens here too, uh, as he's running Bucky down the Bucky mode truck. activate. Yeah, mm-hmm. that you talk about one of the things that that bothered you, and uh, that 
just some inconsistencies, something I, that didn't didn't line up. I think I think this is the same thing. What you're about to say is what I'm. So he yep. he jumps on the back of the trailer of the lead trailer. So they're in a truck behind him. They're right? they're they're following. They're following, and so he jumps in the back of, opens it up, and the other truck, the second truck in the convoy, is still just driving along. Do do nothing. Weird. This dude just ran up beside us and jumped in the back of the truck. Like maybe they thought they left somebody behind. Yes, but, yes, and, that's what I was going for. You know, like oh, we 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 forgot Steve. That's just Steve catching up and getting the trailer because they're all super soldiery or whatever. Yep. But yeah, he just jumps he's, in. He's all like dressed it. in black and has a vibranium arm. But yeah. it was cool seeing how fast Bucky could run. Yeah, that's the cyborg in him. Mm-hmm. Cyborg slash super soldier. Mm-hmm. Android android and uh mandroid he's a mandroid so he gets in and he sees this very um he, meek looking woman he uh, sees know, she, the girl from solo yes that's where she was from it was bugging me he was the rep she was the rebel in solo on okay. the when when they were trying to take the stuff from who paul bettany was also in solo mm-hmm I was bugging like I like she's she has she's has a very distinctive look to her, and like I know I've seen her before, and it was bugging me. I was that's my daughter, and I refused to look it up because I thought like I might spoil something if I got too far down the IMDb's, um, and then I never did go back and look at it after. But I was like I knew I'd seen her before, and that's where it was. Okay, she's extremely distinctive looking mm-hmm. with all her freckles and everything and red hair. Yep, that's mm, where very, I'd seen very her. sweet looking girl. Yeah, but yeah, she she's totally the innocent. she's the rebel leader in, in solo. Yeah. She smiles at Bucky after he's like, I found the hostage. He smiles at her, and all of a sudden Bucky goes flying into that other truck. Yeah. And she puts on the flag smasher mask. And I don't know if you realize what else she was wearing. And she had the she same was just jacket. wearing like a shirt. Yep. Oh. It was the jacket as the person who kicked the hell out of Torres. Yeah. So that was her. I think that was and her. I'm pretty sure I that think was, it was her. her too. Yeah. And then Bucky's, you know, he got thrown into the windshield of this other truck, which I thought, you know, they keep going. I'm like, oh, maybe these are like Tesla self-driving trucks. You know, two flag smashers pull him up from mm-hmm. the windshield. <clears throat> I say two flag smashers, while old girl flag smasher jumps this big gap onto the truck and the three of them are beating the shit out of Bucky. You know, the Winter Soldier, the one who gave Captain America, Iron Man, all those people a run for their money. Mm-hmm. The ultimate assassin. They're giving him a run for the, for his money. The three of them. Yep. In comes Red Wing, just, um, just firing his little gatling, his pew pew. Mm-hmm. She Dang turns it's... around. Yep obliterated <laughs> she jumps up grabs him out of the air and then just breaks him over her knee mm-hmm. and what did bucky say at that point like i've always wanted to do that why does he hate <laughs> so much i don't know i'm sure that's, that's it's something an unnatural to hate too yeah mm-hmm. when is this the end of red wing oh did we just see we had our first major death of the series <laughs> maybe we did that maybe that and should be Sam, the thumbnail rip with the red thumbnail, wing right, that... 
<laughs> Rest in peace, Red Wing. Yep. Uh, Sam comes in and does the that falcon kick that he does so well, coming in at full force and just leads with the kick and the wings are behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I love that kick. I just think it looks cool. And... I like what they do. I mean, I just I just love watching his wings in action and all the cool stuff that they they do with them. Do with it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they just do a lot with it. But we have a well, they're fine. A great fight scene that plays out. This so this this show has had already tons more action than we saw in WandaVision. We talked about it, you know Wanda wasn't a action oriented show, so we're never meant to be. Never meant to be. But there is a lot of good action. I mean, it's. It's cinema level. It's just not TV level. This is high level shit. Um, you know the the fight breaking out and then you know jumping back and forth between the trucks and the the special effects were great. Like everything is really seamless. And so I'm, I'm at this point I'm I'm super enjoying everything. We get to see how you know strong everybody is. We get to see you know highway fights. We get to see stuff getting smashed into things. Red Wing getting smashed. Um, and then we get a quick glimpse of a shield flying in. Because mm-hmm. they're one. getting their asses. They're getting, yeah. They're getting like, taken to town. They're not even... It's not even a fight. Mm-mm. It's one-sided. But yeah, then we see the shield and then it going back and then we see who? We see New Cap. I, we, I still think we have to call him Captain America until he's officially, you know... Cap 2. Yeah. Cap 2.0. And uh, he drops in, and then uh, what was it, Hoskins or uh, Hoskins Battlestar? Hos- yeah, he you know, he kind of does a repel swing down, knocks the guy off, pops back in next to Cap 2.0, and they give the little bro forearm bump thing. Like, you know, you can tell that they've operated together before. Yep, and again, he was his Bucky. Yep, yep. And he's like, Sam, John Walker, Captain America. Yeah, he makes the formal introduction. And, and you know, Sam, Sam just looking at him like, go to hell. It just looks like you guys could use some help. And that Lamar Hoskins, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then here comes Solo Girl. He didn't um, kick ass. So they, they, okay. This fight seems draws effort. Okay, go ahead. I say, here's another, I think, it's another um, nod to Winter Soldier, Civil War, and the comics in general. Um, 2.0 throws a shield, you know, hits someone with it, throws it, hits another Flag Smasher, Bucky catches it one hand, not with a cyborg hand, as Bucky's been known to do, catching it one hand, like, with his fingertips. Ooh, let me go back. I didn't catch that. 1657. Okay. Well, and it's every small detail. You can see Sam's wings up too. Like you don't wouldn't notice that normally. But Bucky catches up one hand and hands it back to Cap as he runs by. Mm-hmm. As much shit as he was given Sam, he didn't keep the shield. He handed he had, it back to Cap. He handed it back. Well, something that New Cap did that and I, I talked about this a little bit before uh, that you didn't see Old Cap do once he went, you know, full superhero mode. 
was mm-hmm. draw his pistol and fire some shots. Yep. And that's something once Cap got out of normal military type service where he was doing the um, missions Being and stuff. Avenger full time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When yeah when he uh, when he went full time, um, he never drew a gun that I can think of. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't even remember seeing Cap shoot a gun. I can't um, either. You know, our only gun wielding Avengers, Black Widow. Yep. And, uh, and so you, you're, we already got Cap, new Cap. Uh, new Cap is strapped. So beyond the strap beyond, cap. Yeah, we got strap, we cap. strap cap. Strap cap. You know, Bucky's fighting, and you're right. Bucky's fighting below the truck. Sam gets kicked off. And this is just, uh, it was really cool the, the way that they made it do it. Like, Sam just twisted in midair, got his wings out, and flew off. Mm-hmm. Just a cool scene. Kick off! <laughs> and here's what else is that I think is interesting. Going back to our earlier distrust of Bucky going into the back of this truck, and I'm kind of I'm rubbing I'm in between my eyes right now because this makes me hurt. You get a look inside the damn cabin of the truck, and it's a flag smasher driving it. They might want to rethink their membership at this point because this piece of crap did not warn the rest of them that Bucky was in there. Hmm. Maybe he did. Maybe she was just like, no. I got it. I bet he it. dropped his Subway sandwich and he was trying to get it the whole time. Yeah, yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's like, oh, you know. Or maybe he was going to like Dunkin' Donuts and he's like, I gotta make the donuts. Yeah. He's probably texting and he, driving. He's semi-pro. That's fight. what he's doing. You're not like you're not supposed to. He needs a tattler on there. Hashtag flag smashing. <laughs> flag smashing. Um, but yeah, no, he he didn't tell anyone. Hmm. So the uh, I got far ahead too. Let's see. Sam is in the ditch at this point. Where? How did Sam? Oh, because he. He flew under and rescued Bucky. He did the yep. like the tuck and roll with him, yep. which was also funny the way they landed on each other. <laughs> pelvis to pelvis, eye to eye. Mm-hmm. Get off me. <laughs> That's another one of those scenes where I'm like, I want to see the outtakes because you know that they- I do too. But that's not the biggest outtake scene that I, I want to see. No. So they're they're out of the fight now. So it's left to uh new cap. And uh, well, you got to tell what you got to tell um, what they said when Bucky rolled off of him, too. Oh, yeah, let me tell him to get off me. Um, they were they were all super soldiers, Sam. Oh, yeah, that's very important, very, very important because that sets up pretty much what I think is going to be the rest of the series at this point. And they both look tired, like Bucky looks tired, he's yep. drained from this fight. And so, which you don't see very often. And then we cut cut back to New Cap fighting on the truck. And, and Battle Battlestar yeah. is getting his ass kicked. Yeah, which he hasn't. Did he introduce himself as Battlestar? He hadn't yet. He does later. He hadn't yet. Not. Yeah, he does later. So um, we'll refer to him as Battlestar. That's a lot more fun to say. Battlestar, right? And Rebel kick is <clears throat> John's trying to get back on. Rebel kicks him off of the truck and he's he's falling john throws his shield and hits it just right so he's sliding on the shield there's another easter egg that's 
a la comic book Captain America. That's a very comic book Captain America move. Now, you just referred to her as Rebel. Rebel, from because she's the Rebel leader in Solo. Oh, okay. I thought there was like a, a tie-in to the comic that I missed. No, no, no. I'm just calling her Rebel because kind of she's the Rebel leader. In this show. They are, and, and she doesn't know, um, and, and we haven't heard her name yet. True. So she's Rebel yeah. right now. Disney is really, you know, with the Flag Smashers and all the stuff that's coming out on Disney, me and you talked about this uh, off, off show. And so we've got, you know, two big releases within the last couple of weeks. Um, Ray and the Last Dragon, Raya, Raya. Mm. And uh, the writer, Raya. Raya. I think it's Raya. Raya and Raya. the Last Dragon. I don't know. Now you got me second guessing it. Oh. So, you know, like I watched Raya. that with my kids. Well, and, like, it's Raya. and like, I come out like, yeah. Let's, you know, the borders are bad. Let's unify everybody. And like, we don't need these borders. They're just getting in the way of everything. You know, the good guys are trying to get rid of the borders. And we switch back to Falcon the Winter Soldier. And like, these assholes are trying to get rid of borders and and unify. <laughs> Which one is it, Disney? Yeah. Give us conflicting messages. Take a side, Disney. Yeah. Put straddle in the fence, Walt. Walt, straddle the fence. Mm-hmm. Um, Rebel finally kicks John off the the trucks. Yeah, and she's standing there, very super villain defiantly, like cracking the pose. Just Bam Bam Bigelow, King Bundy, <laughs> King Kong Bundy. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what it is. It like, like she, she just run, won the Royal Rumble and is flexing, getting ready to get her belt. Yeah, or like the it's time, it's Vader time. Mm-hmm. That's what she was doing. And we, and we see Sam and, and Bucky walking dejectedly down the road. I love right. this. But, this uh, or did you miss? Was there okay. something? Yes, because this is another thing that kind of bugged me about this. Like normally, I don't. I'm not as picky, but she kicked Cap off onto that little Nissan, and he smashed into the windshield. Mm-hmm. No one came out. They were probably dead. Oh, okay. Well, that works. All right, we solved that. Like I'm good with that answer. Okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. Cap killed somebody. Moving along. Cap killed someone. Mm-hmm. Cap you know, 2.0. What's what's the percentage of acceptable collateral damage again? I'll uh, the boys. What's called bot and find out. Yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah. Make the crossover. <laughs> well, you know where our acceptable losses are. Mm-hmm. Um, A Nissan. And Nissan. So, you know, they're walking, and then, like you're saying, and at least it wasn't like, a Buick. About, at least it wasn't what a if Buick. It, what if it was a Buick? It was, it was Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> or, no, even better, it was Fiatro. Um, if he would have smashed into a red Buick and it would have just like totally just sailed right there, Justin would have been so happy. He'd be like, yes, vengeance, uh, finally. <laughs> vengeance is mine. <laughs> Oh, okay. So they're walking along. Bucky tells him, I'm sorry about what Red Wing and and uh, Sam's like, no, you're not. And important to note on the subtitles, it says Falcon, not Sam anymore. Mm-hmm. And then it yeah. refers to Walkers. We have Captain America. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Because they, they pull up on him at this point. I mean, they're talking a little bit. I got a little bit ahead of you, but now I'm like really looking at subtitles to try to see when names change and things. Mm-hmm. But... um. 
like what's going on in the big cyborg brain brain yeah. of yours and he's like yeah go ahead and carry that on yeah. which which is the first time that we ever hear that bucky has a cyborg brain does he i think he does i think that's how they can keep wiping him remember how they like we're gonna wipe well i guess they did that with electric or was he just kind of poking at him a little bit i took it as he was just kind of poking at him a little bit like hey you know machine man yeah um yeah they're poking at each other go ahead oh okay uh where were we here Oh yeah, so he's like, we gotta figure out where the the serum serum is coming from. Yeah, yeah. He he makes it. He does make a, a a quick you know jab back at him like it's computing, and so he he he's you know they don't. You get that feeling like they're trying to play it off like they don't like each other, in which there's a lot of distrust between the two, and they they have their reasons, but they still they feed off each other really well. Like mm-hmm. you know they're. They're uh, they're in the courting stage right now. They're not full on dating yet. They're courting. They're like the odd poking, couple. Yeah, a little poking fun back and forth. A little, uh, little smoke and poke. Yeah, Sam says, you know, the gear, gears are turning, and you know, he just keeps ribbing him, keeps ribbing him, and uh, Bucky's serious. He's like, you know, we got to figure out where the serum's coming from. Sam's like, it's been eighty years. We got to find out why there are eight eight so super soldiers, super soldiers running on the loose. And then you see the the jeep. With uh, New Cap and Battlestar pull up, um, offering him a ride, and they're you know of course not going to take the ride because you know pride and things, and you know angry about New Cap with the shield. And uh, <laughs> it was funny. We have like so yeah he opens the door. It's like so that didn't go as planned, huh? And they just keep walking. They didn't even stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then so you know let's keep going. Um, and was it Cap that said who said that? Yeah, it was New it Cap. Was Cap that said, uh, how's he? I want, I want to get this right. Um, at least we know what we're up against now, huh? Yeah, and we're pretty sure it's one of the big three. Yeah, and then that's when Sam joined in and goes, and aliens, androids, or wizards. And Cap, yeah, and it says Captain America now, and it goes, yeah. pretty sure. And there's then no, Bucky says, there's no such thing as wizards. <laughs> I like how they, I I like it when a joke sticks and it they you almost drive it into the ground and it mm-hmm. just you just keep rehashing and keep you know reemphasizing that you know you it's hard to do that without beating a dead horse and making the joke dull and they're they're keeping it fresh and they keep just driving the these these repeating jokes throughout it and that's um, you know very much the, the bro buddy cop mm-hmm. you know style that they're going for and and it's uh, the bro code bro code you it's, it's that style of of uh, film here so that's that's awesome um because then, then it's aliens androids and then that's when bucky goes or no sam said or super soldiers mm-hmm. and then battlestar looks goes shit super soldiers for real he's like yeah mm-hmm. And then he's like, all right, well, we got to work together. And Sam's like, no, it's not happening. Yeah, his first attempt at a captain moment with, with these guys, because that's a very Steve thing to say. We we, uh-huh. we all need to work together. I need to come yep. together as a team. And they're like, no. 
Mm -hmm. I think we all stand a better chance if we work together. Yeah. And then was it Bucky who said just because you carry the shield doesn't mean you're Captain America? Yeah, yeah, it was Bucky. Yeah, and I mean, that was an extremely... That was a dick move, Bucky. That wasn't nice. I like how, you know, Bucky tries to kind of call him out, and I, I love Walker's response on this. When Bucky asked him, like, you ever jump on top of a grenade? He's like, yeah, actually, I have four or five times. It's the thing I do with my helmet. It's this reinforced helmet. Yeah. You know, it's just it's kind of the the way they delivered that line was... was I like that part. It was funny. Well, it was just, it was so matter-of-factly. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I agree. It was great. So they got, there's some good things unfolding. You know, they're still trying to get them, get in the Jeep. Let's get on. You know, it's 20 miles to the airport. And so finally they give in, they get in, they start talking about the super soldiers and the supply run, and they're they're trying to figure out the logistics of it all. And that's when Sam starts explaining that, uh, what the flag smashers are, you know, trying to get things back to the way they were before the blip. Um, getting, you know, new cap yeah. kind of, makes a jab back that you know the serum doesn't really have a really good track record it looks at bucky and goes no offense yeah no offense yeah and Uh, then you know they asked how they how they track them they're trying to figure out how they showed up Mm -hmm. and And it's uh, like you know and they they said how did you track the flag smashers specifically mm mm-hmm Okay, go ahead. And I said, you know, well, we didn't track them. We tracked you through Red Wing. Yep. And, um, and you know, accused them of hacking it, their tech. And this is where you see first, the first, to me, of where there's a difference between new cap and old cap. Um, yeah. With, with the, their line of patriotism and nationalism and all this stuff. Of uh, He said, well, it's not actually hacking. It's, you know, government property. And he... And I'm the government. Yeah, kind of the government motions to himself a little bit. So there, there's some more of that cockiness coming through and where you start seeing the lines drawn between old cap and new cap. And then uh, I love this part here because Bucky did not like that joke. Nah. And so he did the Bucky stare. Um, the Buck stare. Mm-hmm. Ed Cap mentions it. Does he always just stare like that? Again, important to note that Bucky does this scowl, this mm-hmm. stare. He's like, you get used to it. And uh, you can tell that uh, John's kind of put off by the stare. Yeah. Unnerved, I guess is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, did they ever say who the GRC was? Global Repar- they mentioned that. Yeah, they did. Global uh, Reparation Council. Oh, yeah, that's who... Um... Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, yeah the, get things up running smooth, smoothly um, post-blip, reactivating citizenship, Social Security, healthcare. That shit, I don't think any of us thought about no, after we, Endgame. We talked about it... Well, we talked about it a little bit last episode with just the... Yeah, we did. The the bank ramble that I had. Right. But but um, not like this kind of stuff. Like, are you a citizen if you've been technically dead for five years? Do you have a social security number? Does the government owe you five years worth of back pay on social security? Probably. Maybe. Healthcare. Can you get healthcare again? Would being blinked out of existence be a pre-existing condition? I was going to go there with it. But... <laughs> <laughs> 
sorry, oh, I'm sorry, Miss Johnson, but you have a history of just disappearing for five years at a time, and I don't think we can cover. Yeah. See, th- see, your setup was much better, sir. Ah. <laughs> but, yeah, and and really, you know, you kind of see uh, this sets up. I think I don't think they mentioned here. You know, later on when the flag smashers are really upset that uh, th- this is needed to understand what they're fighting for. And, and this is another thing that, that Marvel does really well with their bad guy, with a lot of their bad guy groups. Uh, maybe not necessarily Hydra, um, but, you know, you kind of, at least I did as we went through this episode, started feeling a little bit for, like I understood why the Flag Smashers felt the way that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, and did you notice... Okay. Yeah, no, go ahead. That's all the thought I have to that. I was gonna, I was gonna say. Well, if you notice here, Hoskins refers to the people who came back um, as refugees. I don't know if you caught that or not. I didn't, but that he calls them. Yeah, he calls. It makes sense. They are refugees. Yeah, I mean that's that's how you'd have to handle it. Really, I mean yeah. that was, that's. You know, we government set up to handle refugees and that type of thing. So that's that's going to be, yeah, it's a FEMA thing. So yeah, yeah. Um, there it is. Uh, the Global Reparation Council. Yep, like you said, that's where they mentioned it. Um, did they mention that anywhere else before? Uh, not up to this point that I can remember. Gotcha. So you know, he asked him, "Why are you guys here?" He's like, well, they provide the resources and we keep things stable, aka we're the enforcement. We're the enforcers. Right. Um, so in the comics, um Battlestar and Super Patriot at the time, like basically staged these crimes almost, like this this whole big setup to make themselves heroes, to make themselves, you know, the Captain America is the big coming out thing. So uh, like in the comic, if that's the way that they're going to follow, it's one of those, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure this is how I'm perceived. I'm, you know, like you were talking about earlier, the finish the mission at all costs to do whatever I have to. I'm going to make a far out prediction. Go for it. Based off of that. It's happening. Mm-hmm. It's not Walker doing it. It's Hoskins doing it. Hoskins is very supportive of him in the cap role. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, Walker, you still see he's a, he's embracing it, but he's very unsure of himself, you know, and really, I mean, there's not any big baddies to fight right now. So there needs to be something. Hoskins is looking out for his guy and is somehow backdoor staging some of these things. He's helping orchestrate it somehow. And we find out at the end of the season that he was doing it. That's where they have their falling out. And there's some uh, redemption on Walker's part by the end of the series because of that, because he finds out about it and he has to handle his buddy. Good that's prediction. my left field. That's my left field prediction of something that let's could possibly if, happen. I'm not sitting there when it's true. but. Huh? That's that's the beauty of these nurkies. We can pretty much say whatever the hell we want and see 99% of what we say isn't going to come true. Or it, well, we didn't get stuff wrong. It just hasn't come, it hasn't come true yet. There's still a lot of 
We're time, still right? holding out that WandaVision episode nine will have Mephisto. <laughs> well, now they can't because I think Red Wing was secretly Mephisto and now is destroyed. You know, he's dead. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's Cap Shield. No, yeah, no, I'm going with Red Wing. Yeah, Flag Smashers did a good thing and killed out the big baddie before anything even happened. Uh, And then he, uh, a line that stood out during this was uh, Cap going, yeah, violent revolutionaries aren't usually good for anyone's cause. And then Sam shoots back at him, usually said by the people with the resources. And Cap goes, we got a lot of resources. If you guys, you know, if you joined up with us, we could, uh, and Bucky's like, no. And Battlestar's like, I got respect for you guys. This is, I think, setting up for an eventual confrontation between the four of them. A fight. Well, and even going back to, like, now my wheels are turning on the whole Hoskins and, and them setting things up. Maybe they, maybe both of them, or at least one of them, is helping orchestrate that. And it wasn't Red Wing that led them to that. They were aware of the of what was happening mm-hmm. ahead of time because they were really close. Well, I mean, they could have followed him via Red Wing and been dispatched, but they were quick. They could have knowledge of what the uh, Flag Smashers were doing because they're helping the Flag Smashers. Yeah, could be, and this would mirror the comic. We might be onto something. If that if that's the direction that they're going, this mirrors the comic a lot. I mean, not the the exact scenario, but situation. Yeah. Or not situation, not the exact situation, but same scenario. Following, following the spirit of it. Right. Yeah. And mm. then I love this one part here. Uh, go to twenty one forty two. Okay. Nope, I'm past twenty one forty two. Okay shitty way that Hoskins is looking at Bucky. You see it? Yeah. You were when he told him that they were getting their asses kicked before they showed yep. up. Yep. And this shitty look on Hoskins' face. You know, because that's gonna go well with Bucky. Mm-hmm. And then Bucky goes, Who are you? Lamar Hoskins. Yeah. And he's like, look, I see a guy hanging out of a co- in a helicopter and tactical gear. I need a lot more than Lamar Hoskins. And he's like, I'm Battlestar. And then they both, <coughs> Bucky and uh, yeah, Sam both kind of just snicker. Battlestar? And he's like, stop the car. Just <laughs> map, done. <clears throat> oh, he's like, I get the attitude I do. <laughs> he's like, I get it, Bucky. And that's when he says, I'm not trying to be Steve. And he's, he, you know, he says, I'm not trying to replace him. This is where, this is a turning point, I think, right here. It's where he's just, you wonder, is he actually trying to work with them? <clears throat> or is he playing them? Because mm-hmm. at this point, I kind of thought, okay, maybe he's a decent guy. Yeah. Uh, he, when he referred, you know, he said, trying to be the best I can be, um, and then he says it'd be a lot easier. How do you say it exactly? It'd be a lot easier if I had Cap's uh, wingman on my side. Cap wing. So he, <clears throat> it was kind of a double thing there, I think. And I think this is mm-hmm. where, where it hit Sam was like, oh, Sam's just a wingman. Sam's just a secondary guy. He's not carrying things on his own. He's not doing all this 
these great things on his own. He was just a wingman. He was mm-hmm. just, you know, a, a side character. He couldn't hold it under his own merit. And I think that's why Sam, and that's Sam's, Sam's point right there. He's like, okay, well, had to get that last little line in. He had to say that last little thing. Right there. I, I also kind of think, because this just hit me just looking at this, <clears throat> I think it's a legitimacy issue too. Yeah. If I have Bucky and the Falcon backing me up, I'm Captain America. Mm-hmm. People will have to see me as Captain America. Yep. Yep. And so I think Sam sees that as he's only wanting them, not just for their help, but for his image. He's just using them. I can see that. Yep. 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 Next thing you know, we're in this dark alley. Buying um, drugs. And no, wait. My no, drug. No. And it's uh, Rebels knocking on the door, and then she whistles. And this person opens up. And we know we're in Germany, because that's mm-hmm. where they were. Yeah, because we were in, what, Munich? Leading Munich. Up to, yeah. And then this guy lets all the flag smashers in. Mm-hmm. And you see the red handprint on the inside of the door and yeah. the wall with the globe. And they're led into this and- big warehouse. There's stuff, you know, on the, uh, there's like graffiti everywhere. There's like electronics. There's a, uh, well, it's not a warehouse. They're in a, uh, a, uh, a building, uh, internet cafe. Uh, oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. And he offered them his an old family recipe made of the finest chicken livers because they were all hungry. I would have tried. They weren't it. that hungry. They weren't that hungry. I like chicken livers. Oh. Don't <laughs> at me. Chicken livers aren't bad. Yeah, bad. I think it's probably. more of a southern thing. Yeah, it probably is. Um, you can eat them they're... and you can catch fish with them. They're great. Yep. <laughs> and you can choke them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but up but up and you know the guy's like you know it it he made little makeshift like room for him with beds and they're like oh internet mm-hmm. and then a uh, rebel cell phone she gets a text message and it says unknown private number you took what was mine i'm going to find you and kill you so which means we know that Flag smashers have stolen from someone probably not very nice. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch gonna, it the first time. Say- I watched through thinking back to who that text message was from. You know, and I know it shows later, but I didn't. My my slow brain didn't put the two together until later. Maybe it was Steve or Tony. I know who it was. I think maybe I know who it was. It, maybe it was Spider Man. Which one? Miles Morales. Um, I just thought it was really interesting because she looked genuinely nervous there. Yeah. And that says something because she has super soldier serum in her. Yeah. You got the serum. <laughs> got the serum. Um, and the guy's speaking in German and they're like, thank you. You know, they go in. And then... Uh, the guy at the computer goes, shit, they're already onto us. And he's like, I'm wiping our aliases from any public traffic sites now. 
which means this guy's probably pretty good with uh looks like looks like linux yeah he's he's uh angrily typing doing hackery things and hackery things yeah it's a yeah. json file json 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 and then you so see interpol yeah. notice and you, you, you can tell Rebel. he's doing hackery things by the uh the uh all the numbers just randomly on the screen that's the first sign you know he's doing hackery things because that's how hackers work mm -hmm. yeah and then you see the interpol um picture and with rebel's name and the guy's name is lennox he says carly we can't stay here for long so we know her name is carly it goes down more wanted carly morgenthau yep. last Arm sighted near munich they know where she is Yep. So her name is Carly Morgenthau, so we don't have to call her a rebel anymore. Carly, with a K. And then she says, we're not, you know, then she gives a very impassionate leader speech. <clears throat> and she's like, we're not playing anymore. We can't let the people who were in power before the blip come back into power. And they're saying the GRC cares more about the people who left than the people or the people who came back than the people who never left. So this kind of humanizes the flag smashers right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, they're, they're saying, you know, they suffer too, just because they weren't gone. Doesn't mean that they didn't have losses. They didn't have um, for those five years, right? For five years. They, they had, they lived it for five years. Uh, the, well, and you know, they're like, where's yeah. our support for being here? Where's our help? Well, it makes you wonder, were things that much better in those five years? According to them, it was. I mean, really like Thanos, super sympathize. I almost say supersizers every time. Sympathizers. Supersizers. I'm tired. Super, supersize Carly. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I she mean, tells him, you know, I need to know resources you're to go around for less people. So it's. Yeah. And she's like, I need to know you're all committed after tomorrow. There will be no going back. And then they, you know, they pan out to all the flag smashers. And you got the girl, the angry girl. And then you've got uh, Walmart Big Show. See yet. Right after the other girl. No going best back. choice. Oh, big, yeah. Uh, best choice Big Show. Yep. I see it now. <laughs> and then this guy goes, Yeah, one world one people and you can tell he's not going to last because uh his name is soldier i thought his name was Ma uh, Mattius. Or... was it because it said or did someone after that yell no it was the soldiers re re replying okay, back. So, reply okay so that's Mateus Mattius. i don't know i got it muted while I'm, I'm just reading it now yeah there it is one world one people and they start yelling one world one people so one world one people is their thing Next thing you know, Sam is Bucky's thinking on the plane and he's on the crate. Sam's laying down in the seat and he said, let's take the shield, Sam. Let's take the shield and do it, do this ourselves. And then I love this. We can't just run up, beat him up and take it. He's like, do you remember what happened the last time we stole it in Bucky's like, maybe, you know, it's like that friend, like, oh, maybe. I can't remember what happened. 
he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Um, but then this is the first time also that we hear mention of Sharon. Sharon is Sharon Carter, who helped them on um, how they went on the run for two years. And Sharon got branded enemy of the state. Sharon Carter. Car- Carter. Sharon Carter. Carter. Mr. Carter. Um, she is the daughter, or no, grand, what was it? Granddaughter of Peggy Carter. I think or so. No, no, no. That was her aunt. That was her aunt because she called her aunt peggy um but she was the nurse that lived across the hall quote-unquote nurse from steve mm-hmm. she was the one who helped him out um yep. in civil war and sam's like i don't want to go you know i don't want to go back to being like that so you know make it there yeah, I'm fine. I just said there was a big yawn built up there. Okay, good. Yeah, not from lack of excitement, from lack of sleep. So, so yeah, Bucky goes and sits next to Sam after this. Like, there's maybe they're holding hands. Like, it was a support thing. It could be. Like, hey, man, it's okay. Man, he's talking well, like somebody a- you, sh- you should meet, and then, like he sit down. Like he's kind of he's wanting saying like. That goes back to like they don't like each other, they do like each other. There's mutual respect that are they're, they're figuring it out again. Mm-hmm. And you know, Bucky's like, I think there's somebody that that you need to meet. And at this point, I thought he was talking about his his uh, therapist. I did too. I did too. Um, I didn't see this part coming. I've known about this storyline, but I didn't see this part coming. And see, I thought this was something that I had forgot from the movies, and it wasn't. And so I'll let you talk about the significance of all this when once we get here. You know, they we'll get there. they go to they end up going to Baltimore, um, mm-hmm. and they're they're walking down the street and sees you know little kid on the uh, sitting on the curb, and he's like, "Hey, it's," uh, he goes, "Hey, it's Black Falcon," and yep. uh, Sam's like, "It's uh, just Falcon Kid." Yeah, it's just Falcon Kid. <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, he's like, no, my daddy told me it's Black Falcon, and he looks the, at the kid, and, and he's like, well, it's just because I'm black and I'm the, I'm the Falcon. He's like, he's like yeah, him. yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. He's like, well, so where are you, like black kid? And his buddy uh, was it his buddy that was sitting with him just starts cracking up, laughing. Crack at him. Yep, <laughs> yeah. And the kid's like, Ugh. he's like, I got him right. He's like, whatever, man. So. I think this is also a commentary on society. Mm-hmm. That part, like when you hear a, a superhero's name, you know it, it. You know you automatic like pan. It's not the panther; it's the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's not because he's black. Because that's the kind of panther it is. It's the Black Panther, right? That's who they but- worship in Wakanda. But that's not how like some people see it. Marlin DC did have does have a history. I mean, not as much anymore, but there were, you know, uses of that for certain su- superheroes. If they were black, then black was in the the superhero name. Um, and we're gonna we're about to we're about to dive into that here in a sec too. Yeah. And so, where did um, you think they did you know at this point when they're in Baltimore and they're you know they're not in a great neighborhood? There's bars on the doors, no trespassing mm-hmm. signs. Um. Who did you think they were going to see? Did you have any idea at this 
I kind of thought that maybe that they were going to see because they're looking at super soldiers, right? I thought maybe that they this is total, total long shot, but it goes into a theory I have later. Um, I thought maybe it was going to be Power Man or Luke Cage because all those rights have gone back to Marvel. Yeah. And, you know, there's rumor that Daredevil's in Spider-Man 3. So I'm like, you know, maybe that Luke Cage is going to be introduced here. I... I thought it was Steve alive and in hiding, living out the That's last of his years. Because this looking at the house and it's very you know low key, very you know inconspicuous and all that, and it's not big, it's not flashy. It looks like where Steve would want to live out the last of his years um, mm-hmm. out of the eye. I thought that's where they were headed. That's where they were at. Okay. At first. So it turns out we were both wrong. Yep, happens a lot. Kyle was writing away. Um, I was, I was, yeah, I was more writer than Chris. Yeah, one hundred percent. Totally unintentional. Uh, oh, then this kid opens the door and is like, and "Then Bucky goes, we're here to see Isaiah." The minute he said Isaiah, I knew exactly who it was. Yeah. Um, it was Isaiah Bradley, and once we see him here, I will, I'll tell you. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's why, the, good. why the falcon is yeah let's just jump right at this the kid's not gonna let him in kid's important too supposedly potentially oh extremely important um we'll talk about the kid here in a second why he's important it's his grandson mm-hmm. and he said tell him it's the guy from the bar and what do you say For, uh, korea and korea yeah um goyang is here he'll know what it means and the kid shuts the door and then he's like nice kid how do you know this guy sam's talking to him he's like i used to <clears throat> he said we had a skirmish down during the korean war again i knew exactly who it was at this point next thing you know the kid's opening the door and we see the back of his head and i go that's carl lumbly that's carl lumbly and tasha's like who and i'm like that's the martian manhunter's voice from justice league justice league unlimited the cartoons and from the geico commercials the guy with the deep voice. She goes, how do you know this? I'm like, I don't have a life. Mm-hmm. But I knew I knew it was Carl Lumbly. Um, so you come in. This is... He said he wanted to see him yourself. They go up and see him. This is Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Bradley was the official, unofficial second Captain America after Captain America Steve disappeared in the 40s. He was around for the Korean War. Why is this significant? Because this goes back to when the kid calls, I think the kid calls Falcon the Black Falcon. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Isaiah Bradley is known as Black Captain America. They never say Captain America. They always call him Black Captain America, which is kind of ridiculous if you think about it. But Mm -hmm. they always call him Black Captain America because the color of his skin. When, in fact, he was Captain America. Yeah. So, um, Cap 2 here, the real Cap 2, you know, 
he had a um, offshoot, a version of the Super Soldier Serum. You know, not the same one that <clears throat> Bucky and Steve had in Red Skull. But an offshoot. <clears throat> and you look, and uh, Isaiah was not happy to see Bucky. And he's <laughs> like, you know, this is Sam. Sam, this is Isaiah. <clears throat> it was like, he was a hero. He was the one that Hydra feared the most, like Steve. And we met in 51, isn't that? I thought that was interesting that Hydra, he was the second person that they feared after Steve. Yep. Which means this guy is amazing if Hydra mm -hmm. feared him. And he's like, if you mean Matt, you mean I whooped your ass, then yeah. And he told him, I took half that, what do you say? I see you got that metal arm back after I took half of it. Um, they said, you know, everyone they sent after Bucky never came back. <clears throat> and just the pure defiance in Isaiah's eyes this whole time, this stare. He said, I took half that metal arm and see, he managed to grow it back. And he said, I just wanted to see if he got the arm back. I mean, that's the curiosity. He didn't want to see Bucky. He just wanted to see if it grew back or if he was there to kill him. Yep. And we're about to find out Cap 2, Isaiah Bradley has a very, very, very tragic history. Like, this isn't what you would expect from a treatment of a hero. Right. <clears throat> and he's like, so... You He's like, I'm not a killer anymore. It's like, you think you can wake up one day and decide who you want to be? And he's like, it doesn't work like that. And then he looks and it's like, you know, maybe it does for folks like you. And Bucky's trying to talk to him. The reason that we're here is because there's more of you and me out there. And then you can see Isaiah snap at that point. He's like, mm -hmm. you and me. And we need to know how. And he's like, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. And he picks up his, uh, his, I think it's a box of Mentos, the Fresh Maker, <laughs> or yeah, Altoids. Box. Yeah, yeah, an Altoids box, and he throws it, and it embeds itself halfway into the wall, mm -hmm. and his grandson's looking down. So now that we know that this is Isaiah Bradley, I think we can safely assume. Um, that this is his grandson. Uh, I'm trying to remember his name now. Why can't I remember his name? Um, Eli, uh, Eli. I think it's Eli, isn't it? Looking here. I think it's Eli. Elijah, they call him Eli, I want to say. Anyways, he became, um, where was it? I'm looking for his name here. It, yeah, there we go. It's, it's Eli. He was known as Patriot. Um, he had a costume that was modeled after like his, his grandfather. So his grandfather didn't have the round shield. Cap 2 had this, um, the kind of uh, triangle shape one. Yeah like classic Steve. Um, 
he's a member of the Young Avengers. Okay. So I think that's what I think they're going full force with Young Avengers here. Like this could be our next Avengers team, maybe. So we've already seen Tommy and Billy, Speed and Wiccan from Wandavision. And this is all six one six canon. This is all six one six canon. We know that they're part of it. Um, we've met now. We've met Eli, Elijah, mm-hmm. um, who is Patriot. We've already met another Avenger, a young Avenger, except she was much, much younger in Phase Three. Um, and that is um, uh, Ant Man's daughter, Katie, yeah. Kate Bishop. No, not Kate Bishop. Uh, was it Bishop? Can't remember. Um, but she became statue, stature, stature, statue, stature, stature. Booker, Booker, Booker. Um, we know that. Um, oh, what's her name? Uh, the girl from Ender's Game, uh, Bumblebee, and Pitch Perfect, Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. Um, she's playing basically Hawkeye 2 in the upcoming Hawkeye series. Okay. His replacement. We've heard that they've cast Riri, um, Riri Richards. Is it Richards or Richardson? Nah, I'm getting all confused. I'm confusing myself. But Riri, they've already cast her. She plays, um, is it Heartbeat? I want to say her name is. I'm probably getting all these wrong. I need to look at this up again. I'll get with you guys next week on it. But I think they're going full force with Young Avengers. That's going to be our next round. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, they've already, they've announced the show. Well, that could be, I don't know I mean, anything about it. That could be a good setup for uh, Wanda being the big bad at one point. Yeah. So. Old guard and new guard changing hands. And they're like, well, we, we need a new set of Avengers because the old ones have gone bad. Or died. Yep. And we look. Um, <clears throat> this is the first time all we've seen is his head. <clears throat> now they pan out and you see his, like after he throws it. Um, he, Isaiah is still just he's looks a big like dude. He's cut. Uh, yeah. Under <laughs> his shirt. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's, I mean, that's the super soldier serum, you know? Yeah. Like he's in fit shape. Yeah, he's still an so, imposing guy. He's a he's a he's a big fella. Yeah, and it, this is where it's important that you get into the tragic history of Isaiah Bradley. You know what they did to me for being a hero? They put my ass in jail for thirty years. So basically, what they did to him was they put him into jail, and they wouldn't let him out. And they experimented on him. They took his blood. They did all sorts of stuff. And why I thought that, so why I think that this could be setting up for Luke, like I said, this is like far left field. Why it could be setting up for Luke Cage. Luke Cage's story is almost similar to this. It just, he wasn't a hero at first, but they locked him up and they experimented on him against his will, took his blood. Like how much you want to bet that, you know, they make it canon that, they gave some of Elijah's blood or, you know, they made a serum derived from that from Isaiah. Good. I said Elijah, but. And then I mean, they gave himself an out to be able to do that. Right. Um, 
that's the thing with Marvel. There's a lot of these these little little tidbits of things that come up that could be. They have all these could be's that happen, mm-hmm. right? And they don't use all of them, but they have them there, and they do that strategically. I think to be like, okay, well, if down the road we decide that we or they may not even know what they may want to do with it, but they know that we write this this way and we leave these things hanging out there, then we can always go back to them and pull from those to make things just like what you're talking about with the serum. Mm-hmm. You know, they may not, they may have not been thinking at the time, like we can use this for Luke Cage, but we could use this for something, which could be Luke Cage, or it could be for, you know, another batch of heroes, or it could be for how this is how they got, this is probably how they got the, the serum, the serum to make, uh, the flag smash with superheroes or super villains, super soldiers. So yeah, we're gonna go over that because there's <clears throat> there is another part I'm waiting for us to get to uh-huh. to go to more some more backstory on this. Let's let's um, let's push to that thing because I'm I'm curious about that. So yeah, I mean his okay, his story was tragic and and I, I haven't read the, I haven't read the comics, uh, but I read about the comics. <laughs> this was interesting to me because so. This was uh, a line uh, still in the 616 universe that was not originally going. It became, I mean, hold on, let me word this right. This, <laughs> we're getting Words there. are hard. Words are so damn hard right now. And so this was a run of comics uh, proposed that was called the truth or. Um, anyway, he was reading the Madonna book, Truth or Dare again. Mm-hmm. So this run was originally proposed. It wasn't necessarily going to be six one six canon at first, um, but they, they said you know it's very important that this story is told this way. So they they made it canon, and it came out like two thousand and three, is when the 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 run came, and a lot of the events in his backstory were you know influenced by real world events. The uh, what was it the was it the the Tuskegee Airmen. Tuskegee yeah. The Tuska, not the Airmen, but the Tuskegee. Um, <clears throat> I hope I'm um, pronouncing that right. Uh, Tuskegee ex- uh, experiments. Um, go ahead. Yeah, I'll fill and in so, the gaps. yeah. So like this was stuff like, you know, these these stories have been around for so long that it, that this being in the comics, if so, like just like me, if I read it, like okay, this is, um, maybe a character that came out, you know, in the '60s, '70s, '80s. Because in my head that would make sense, and this is just somebody that they're bringing back in. Like, no, this is actually you know fairly recent. Within mm-hmm. you know, I say fairly recent, in the last twenty years still seems fairly recent to me. But like you know, so they, he, he's a recent so addition. Yeah, and <clears throat> they actually is did. Canon. So there's been real world studies on this story on Isaiah Bradley's story, mm-hmm. and scholars have done this um, on. Isaiah Bradley's story and the Tuskegee um, syphilis experiments where they gave the Tuskegee um, syphilis without them knowing it, injected them. Like, terrible. This is fucking atrocious. Yep. Like, you know, a lot of people are bitching about the COVID vaccine. But these guys were getting shit pumped into them and like syphilis. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I want to go back so, and read yeah. this run now. I probably will. Uh, it's a good run. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the boy's like, "Come on, let's go, man!" And you know, he's yelling, "Get out of my house!" I thought this was a great performance by Carl. 
it was a great yeah. performance. Um, and they go out of there and you can see Sam is visibly shaken, like pissed. And he's like, Sam, you know, Bucky's like, Sam, he's like, why didn't you tell me about Ozia? I said, how could nobody bring him up? And this is really important too. this part. I think this is a direct reflection on our society today. Um, this part right here. Yeah. They're walking in the middle of the street and he's like, I asked you a question. I mean, they're, they're raising their voices. And he's like, you know, why didn't you tell me about Isaiah? How could nobody bring him up? And Bucky's like silent. And he's like, and Sam's like, I asked you a question, Bucky. And Bucky's like, I know. And I think Bucky at this point, I don't think he was trying to be a dick. I think he was just trying to figure out how to phrase it. Yeah. Um, he goes, you know, Sam's like, Steve didn't know about him. He was like, he didn't, I didn't tell him. And it's like, so you're telling me there was a black super soldier a decade ago that no one knew about. And then, you know, in the background, you see this cop car stop sign moving. And then all of a sudden the siren starts whooping. Yep. Um, and the officers get out and they're like, Hey, uh, and Sam's like, what's up, man. You know, the cops like, is there a problem here? Important to note white cops. Yep. And this, you know, what we, what we're assuming is a predominantly black neighborhood. We don't know, but that's what we're assuming right now. Yeah. And then the officer said, can I see your ID? And he's like, Sam's like, I don't have an ID. Why? And Bucky's like, man, you know, are you being serious? You can see this situation escalating. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know, calm down. And he's like, what do you want? We're just literally talking. He's like, give him your ID. He's like, no. Yeah, and Bucky's like, go on. You know, Bucky's telling yeah. him, go on. Like, it's nothing. And then, then the two cops look at Bucky and go, is this man bothering you? Literally, they were doing nothing but arguing on the street. Mm -hmm. And these two cops are taking Bucky's side. Yep. Um, I think this is, again, I think this is a direct reflection on our society today. I think that's where Disney was kind of going for it. Oh, and Marvel's always done that. They're not afraid to shy away from that, yeah. For decades. I mean, that's the whole beginning, the whole run of the X-Men. That's you know, um, thinly fighting against an unjust society. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's oh. it's there, and they've been doing it for a long time. They do a good job at it, right? And he's like, "No, he's not bothering me." He's like, "Do you know who this is?" And then the cop, you know, I don't know if you noticed, but that one cop had his hand look like what it was over his stun gun or pistol. It was on his uh, left his side, so it was on his it was on his stun gun. A stun gun, but it's important to note he had it ready yeah. to go. Just talk like there was no hostile hostility going at all. Um, and then the other cop goes, Hey, these guys are Avengers. And then the guy's like, Oh, oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Wilson. Then he recognized it, and Sam is just like, What the fuck is this? Yeah. And it's like, I didn't recognize you without the goggles, and Sam's disgusted like i was disgusted about this part mm -hmm. and then up pulls another cop car for two guys who were raising their voices in the middle of the street like i kind of thought at this point in time they literally had walked out of isaiah's house yeah like 15 20 steps would you say and then all of a sudden the cop, the block. 
the cops pulled up on him. Do you think that the cops scout out Isaiah's house? Or no. do you think these cops are just going around the neighborhood? Like, Probably going around the neighborhood. Them? I mean, it, it, it was a, uh, you know, you can't assume that's a rough neighborhood, but you could, you could see in the backdrop I and mean, there were buildings that were covered up. There were, you know, some looked neglected, abandoned, different things like that. And so, you know, they're, they're going to patrol those areas. Not just, I'm yeah. not saying that just because it's a black community. It's because, you know, you see that that's not a, you know, well-kept not area. Community. Well, not affluent, not well-kept. And I mean, like I said, there was uh, tarps and things coming over buildings. And those are sometimes, I mean, I see it, you know, here where where I live, and it's a predominantly white community, but you have a lot of uh, abandoned, dilapidated buildings and things. And there's a lot of shady, sketchy shit that goes down in those old buildings and in the shadows and stuff, even little small towns like we live in. So they're going to, you know, typically patrol those a little heavier. Right. Um, but, you know, defending the, the show of force and all that there, I mean, that, that stands for reason why they would be there that close right. and, and on standby. But... Um, the uh you know they automatically assume sam is doing something wrong and that's the, the comment you know they they had the commentary that they wanted to make and they made it there like mm -hmm. obvious well and, and uh, we're not we're not saying egtn is not saying cops are bad no. we're not saying at all um are any listeners out that are listening to us that are police officers thank you you know we love you but there's always those bad people in your profession that give you guys a bad name and it's shit like that right there like i work it and you know that's a profession where you typically typically have guys that can't talk to anyone and live in their mom's basement in their underwear all the time and those guys give us a bad name those are the trolls on the internet yeah you have that anywhere and you know, Bucky's trying to tell him, you know, I didn't tell anybody um, because he already he's already been through enough. So Bucky had noble intentions on this. Yeah. He wanted he, he wanted to protect him. Um, and, you know, Sam's just disgusted. And they're like, Mr. Barnes, there's actually a warrant out for your arrest. Uh, and he's like, look, the president pardoned him. And then he's like, you missed your court mandated therapy. It's like messing in a check-in with your PO, and he's like, you know, you're under arrest, and Bucky's just like, whatever, all right. They handcuff him. He's like to be the cop Bucky that has to away. arrest the Winter Soldier, and like, you know, like because they they handcuff him, they put him in the back of the car, and then you know you see him later, you know, handcuffed in the cell. Like that's yep. what that's that's really going to keep him from getting out if he wants to get out. These handcuffs. <laughs> yeah, this, we we know better. This master you know, super soldier serumed up assassin. Yeah, these handcuffs will keep him. He'll um, stay in yeah, the back. He, he'll be there. Um, then we see Bucky walking down the hall, and then we see Dr. Rayner again. Mm -hmm. She's walking in. She goes, Sam, I've heard a lot about you. You know, I'm Dr. Rayner. I'm James's therapist. And Sam's waiting for Bucky at the police station. Like, that's not something I expected to see, to be honest with you. Yeah, they, they, there's, I mean, they're, they're looking out for each other. They don't want to admit it, but they are. Yeah. And their connection's Steve is what it is. Yeah. Um, and she's like, thank you for getting, 
you know, getting him out. And he's like, then you hear this, Christina, it's great to see you again. And, you know, all these people are taking pictures and there's Captain America. There's Walker. He's like, you know, I'm like, yeah, we did some field ops back in the day. Um, and he said, you know, I, th I thought, you know, I heard you're working with Bucky, so I thought I'd step in. And he, he said, Bucky's not going to be following your schedule anymore. Yeah. And so she, he, he got what he wanted. He got what he wanted. And, and she's like, you know, who authorizes? We're not done. He's like, who authorizes? He goes, um, and he did this really, you know, hmm, me pointed at himself. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, oops. Yeah. Oops. Government. <laughs> government. <laughs> yeah. Captain government. Captain government. And they're like, Dick agent. He's like, you know, whatever you do, send him off to me. We got some unfinished business. He's like, Wilson, you too. We got, you know, I'll be outside. And then I, I like Dr. Rayner. I don't know why. I do too. I think, I think she's just tough as nails. Yeah. And she's like, James, condition of your release session now. And then she looks and she goes, she didn't even look at Sam. Or no, she, she goes, you too, Sam. Mm. And he's like, that's okay. I'll be out here with, and she goes, that wasn't a request. And you can see the cops just looking, you know, that one cop just goes, Ooh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they go back in and they're in session. And this has to be, I think this is probably my favorite scene out of this yeah. entire episode. Yeah, this it's it's couples therapy. Give him couples therapy. He calls Bucky Freaky Magoo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they have to <laughs> Freaky Magoo. They have to sit staring at each other with their legs in between their legs. Like she's like, get closer. They 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 snuggle up really close together. And this is the part when I was watching my daughter. She's like they. She's like, I want to see the outtakes for this. I'm like, there's no way that they could, because it was, it was so serious and not serious at the same time. Like, they, they timed it right. Like, which way do you want to go? Left, right, left, right. You know, and they get in close and they're just, well, again and stuff. Yeah. It's, well, it's because, well, yeah. anyway, but they're like, <laughs> right up. Because they wouldn't talk. Huh. And she's just like, look each other in the eyes. I need you to look in the eyes. Freaky Magoo. <laughs> and they call it, what is it? It's the miracle question. And miracle they're like, question. absolutely not. Of course not. Suppose that while you're sleeping, a miracle occurs. It's the, I didn't know what it was. When you wake up, what is something you would like to see that would make your life better? In my miracle, he would, he would talk less is what Bucky said. Mm -hmm. Exactly what I was going to say. Isn't that ironic? She's like, you know, leave me no choice. Soul gazing exercise. That's what it was called. The soul gazing. That's where it was. And she's like, are you guys having a staring contest? Yeah, that was the best. <laughs> and she goes, will you guys blink? And I mean, they're they're getting right up on each other. Like, we're locked in. It's like, that's a little close. You know, this is what you wanted? Mm. And like, no, look at each other. And they would not blink. This is literally my favorite scene out of the whole episode. Um, I mean, this was a stare down. Yeah, <laughs> that, and that was the thing that we're just like, we want to see the outtakes of this. Like, uh, I we <laughs> I don't know how they could do it without without losing it. 
don't know. I would have, you and I would have lost it at the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's like, all right, James, what is something? Oh yeah. She goes, just bling. She goes, sweet Jesus and snaps at him. <laughs> all right. She goes, all right, James, why does Sam aggravate you? And then Bucky looks over with this really shitty smile. Um, and she's like, don't say something childish. Um, so it's like, yeah. It's, and this is where, you know, Go ahead. he finally, Bucky finally lets it out. Like, I mean, we've known that he was aggravated. Right. Hmm? Go he on, was, I'll be right back. Okay, so, you know, don't say something childish. And we've known, like, coming up to this point that Bucky was mad that he gave up the shield, but he finally lets it all out. Um, and Sam is still trying to kind of deflect off of it. You know, what does it have anything to do with you? And, and this goes back to what, what Chris was saying. Their connection is, is Steve. And he is so mad because Steve trusted Sam. He said, I, he trusted you. He gave you that shield for a reason. Uh, that shield is everything that he stood for and you walked away from it. And, Excuse me. And so he was, you know, maybe this was wrong with you. So that you can see the frustration from from Bucky because he, you know, he almost looks like he's going to break down and cry. I mean, it's it's an emotional time for him that he just feels like his friend and his friend's legacy was was just let down, and in a way, kind of it kind of was. Um, but. You know, Sam asked him if he's finished. Like, you know, get yours out. And uh, Sam lays his thing out. It's like something that you or Steve maybe would would never understand. And he said, "I need." He wanted them to accept that he did what he thought he was doing right. He wasn't doing it to downplay Steve's legacy. He wasn't trying to, you know, disrespect Captain America and the title and the man in any way, shape, or form. He was doing what he thought was right. And then, you know, they're done. They, they basically the end the, the session right there because they said we got some serious stuff going on. Um, they come to the mutual agreement, like we're going to squash it because they have to work together. And, you know, we'll deal with it when it's done. But they, they wanted to, you know, Sam wanted to get that point across that, you know, maybe I just did what I thought was right, not just because of, you know, uh, with no disrespect I, to Steve or the, or the cap title and decided to squash it and go on or say they I agree squash with and go on. everything Kyle has just said <laughs> it was great stuff it was great stuff it I'm was glad great you- stuff uh, I will fully admit I had a pee emergency and uh, Kyle shot me a text he goes I think you got something on your tooth I apparently had some leftover dinner uh, cabbage <laughs> that was, that was the burnt part that was there and I'm like it looks like I'm missing a tooth like, I had to scrape that off. Yeah, as we're like three minutes left in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> you let me sit there the whole time with it on for two hours, dude. I, I just looked and I just caught because I'm not always looking right at your face. I'm like, I'm looking over here and I'm looking here and I'm back over here and I look like, oh, wait, ooh, he's got, oh, got a little, got oh, a little something, something. Oh, you're not? Oh, that's it. Staring contest. Go. Oh, well, I guess I got to look at the camera, don't I? Yes. How we know? <laughs> oh, sweet <laughs> Jesus. All right, what part did you finish up on? Uh, they had, uh, that's when Sam said, uh, you know, let's move on, let's squash it. We have other things to take, more important things to take care of right now. And they walked out of the the police station. 
and now they see, you know, Cap 2.0. Um, he kind of fiddles with the uh, the sirens and the wee woos on the cop car to get their attention, and uh, got that. Now, did Bucky already say that maybe Steve was wrong about me? Was this the part? Yeah, it was after that. Okay, we're, okay, so yeah, we're past that part then. Okay, yeah, he said like so again. You know, Whatever Kyle said was right. Yeah, I mean, basically said that, you know, Bucky finally let it all out of, of why, you know, he, he had let little bits out of why all this bothered him. He finally lets it all out that, um, you know, that he felt Sam disrespected his friend. He felt like, you know, just all that out. Um, and why he feels like he does and. You know, Sam was still fair, was still pretty standoffish about it, but he, you know, he, he, I think he genuinely wants Bucky to trust him. Like he did it because he felt that was the right thing to do. It was not as a disrespect to Cap or the name or any of that is, this mm-hmm. is, you know, he didn't feel right taking it and he felt that, you know, denying it was the, the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And now we're outside. And now we're outside and, they're like, well, I feel better. Then we hear the siren woofing, and we hear gentlemen, and it's Cap Two playing with the siren. Mm-hmm. Like, who else? Well, that's something you would never see Steve doing. No. I think there's that cockiness coming into play, like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like, gentlemen, good to see you. You know, they're basically talk about, you know, we stand, we stand a better chance if we work together, not divided. And. You can almost see Sam's eyes roll into the back of his head, and he's like, what do you got? I think they finally admitted defeat. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they said then who Carly is, and so they're they say, a, you know, they're geotracking I, them and yeah. um, delivering they, medicine supplies to basically like refugee camps. They think. Uh, they think. Yeah. And various displaced communities all across Central and Eastern Europe. So we know it's over there mm-hmm. to one of these camps. And there are hundreds of those all over the planet since the blip. So which means that there's all these damn refugee camps of people who can't get back into society. Yeah. Which makes you think, God, you know, how terrible is this if they're not actually able to get back into society? Mm-hmm. Makes you wonder, you know. Who's right and who's wrong in this situation? It's for Bucking, Bucking Sam. They were be able able to get back because they knew who they were. But like, let's say if it was like a Chris or a Kyle. Mm-hmm. Yep, that'd be some hobo under a bridge, probably, with a knapsack full of dreams and a pocket full of beans. Mm-hmm. Dreams Travel on the rails, dreams and beans. But yeah, it's not too bad, actually. Uh, yeah. Actually, that kind of something that'd be less stress than our jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, "There's hundreds of those all over the planet since the blip." So I guess you have to look real hard. And you know, uh, I almost called him Steve Walker's. Like, good thing I have 2020 vision, huh? Just kind little, of like a little bit more of that cockiness shitty. coming out. Just yeah, little 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 jabs. And, and then uh, if you look. If you look at Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica over there, he's kind of like, oh, he did. Yeah. He's hype manning him from the side. Yeah, he flavor flavor in it. Um, 
And he's like, well, where is she now, Walker? Do you know? And then his voice gets higher. It's like, no, we don't know, Bucky. He's, I think he's, he's through with the pleasantries at this point. Yeah. Yes. And he's uh, like, it's only a matter. And you can see it in his face too. Cause before he was always smiling and like, kind of the brows were up like, Hey, you know, I, you know, let's talk, let's be buddies. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, I bet Bucky doesn't make it easy. Probably not. I mean, he's going to stare at him a lot for one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, things are really intense for you, aren't they, Walker? Mm -hmm. And then I think that, I mean, you, you see it flip there on Walker. Just kind of like, you know, who are you? And it's like, take it easy. Look, Walker's right. You know, Falcon steps in the middle trying to de-escalate this. I think Falcon yeah. knows. I think Falcon knows what they have to do at this point. And right then, I thought that he was going to agree to work with them, 100%. I did, too. Yeah. I thought, you up. like, this is what we got to do. We got to do it. Um, complete the mission kind of thing. But he throws the little wrinkle at him. What uh, What did he say? He said, you guys have rules in, of engagement and mm -hmm. all kinds of authorizations you have to get. And then he kind of does, Walker kind of does this head thing. He's like, shit, you're right, you know? Yeah. And so, and um, he's like, we're free agents. We're flexible. Walker tells so, him, just stay out of our way then. Like, if you're not going to, how do you word it? If you're not going to. Uh, a word of advice then. Yeah. Stay the hell out of my way. Yep. So now. And now the, sure they're not, the they're not going to work together. Yeah. No. They're not, they're not going to work together. They're going to cross paths a bunch, obviously, but they are 100% not going to work together. So you see these, the two factions that almost can't, or the two pairs that almost came together no no not gonna next happen. thing you know we are in slovakia yeah interesting enough slovakia again mm -hmm. um and we're in bratslavia a uh, little known fact home of the brat i don't i don't Brats. think that's right slavia i i, I I don't think I don't be. the fact check somebody fact checking. I don't think no, nope, nope, nobody fact check me. It's fucking right. Just <laughs> take it on take it at face value. Bratslavia. Bratslavia. That was you know, that's their national anthem. Yeah, it's just one word. And you see it it's... very proudly. <laughs> they're they're a proud people. They're proud people of of <laughs> They're Brats people. Bratslavians. Bratslavians. And mm -hmm. they're, they're a subsection of the Slovakians, like Wanda. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, here's where we're going to get to uh, a lot of our backstory, too. And he's like, one of the guys, who is that? What's his name? Um, Mortimer starts with the name. Matthias. 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 Matthias without the H. Matthias. Morty. Morty. We'll call him Morty. Marty. Um, oh, geez, Rick. Um, they found us, and she's like, how much time do they have? And it's like, none. It's the power broker's men. Everybody grab while you can. Okay. All right, fill us in. Here's our I know you're going to. Here's our backstory. So, <laughs> you're welcome. Well, I don't so know, so I'm like, I want to hear. So the power, power broker is the one who's responsible for John Walker's powers in the comic. There's been two iterations of the power broker. There's been one from, like, the 78, like, late 70s, early 80s, 
And then there was uh, the more current one. I think it's like 2008, something like that, that were like a power suit. But the power broker was um, uh, Curtis Jackson. And I'm looking at my notes here. Um, he was a member of the corporation. And he basically tries to take control of all these heroes. He breaks off from the corporation. He forms the Power Broker Corporation, which hires um, Carl Malice. Dr. Malice, is, he's a mad scientist. He's the definition of a mad scientist. Um, they, the, what the Power Broker does is they aug augment people who pay for it to be super superhuman um, proportions, give them superpowers, basically. No, it's another it's thing. Not for here. good purposes. Okay. Yeah. I'm just I'm I'm, uh, I'm just still thinking like compound V and bot. And... Yeah. No. It, it, uh, there's a lot of parallels. I mean, yeah. the voice took heavily from this kind of crap. Mm. <clears throat> um. The, so it's mostly a strength augmenting process, and it killed the majority of people, or disfigured them, or just you know made them look just terrible. Um. they drug them basically um yeah and then what the power broker does is he i forgot all about this i had to read back up on this and because this was a big story back in the 80s it wasn't a big story but they had a lot of issues on it um he started the unlimited class wrestling federation where you had to have super strength to be in the league mm. and u.s agent was in it um the thing from fantastic four was part of the league um Sharon Ventura was part of it. Um she was um she thing. She yeah. ended up looking like the thing. Um you know, she's the only one who could grind rocks with Ben for a while. Um Is that a euphemism she, or were you Yeah, that was total euphemism. Um Euphemism. There we go. Euphemism. I said it wrong. Euphemism. Hmm. Um he i mean he's a bad dude he's a really really bad dude and he they experimented on um walker and battlestar and that's how they got their superpowers in the comics um malice is a bad bad dude so what else is going on with this is oh where's I, this is a very very important note too um you you find out that the power broker was one of the um division chiefs like way way down the line for the red skull Ew. okay so he's hydra and so how would that work this timeline though? With I don't know because they back. they just they just mentioned the power broker. Yeah. So it's it's depending on how but, they're gonna pull the power broker in. In the books, was he augmented at all? Was he just a normal dude that he, pulled strings? He was a normal dude. He was a very smart dude. Mm -hmm. He ended up getting um exposed to his own process that gave him superhuman strength and it just made him just grow 
grotesque, um, like to where he couldn't move. Okay. So I forget he called they what did they call himself. Um, do, 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 where is it? Malice. Yeah, Malice was just a bad dude, dude. Um, I can't remember. There was something else about Malice. So I'm interested to see if Malice is going to be part of this. Like he's the true definition of a mad scientist. I can't find my note on it. But yeah, so there was two versions of the power broker. And the power broker was the one who they did the superhuman experimentation. Okay. Um, and Malice's formula was a derivative, I guess you could say, of the super soldier serum. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if that's where they're going with this. Okay, we'll be, going on. I'm sure we'll find out pretty soon. So then, now we see uh, M guy, Matthias. Um, you know, they're loading the stuff on the plane. Morty going, he's like, I'll stall him. Um, pushes the, the electrical pole over. They're loading the plane up. It's because you had the convoy of vehicles approaching. Of course, it's, you know, black spooky looking vehicles. Um, he uh, pushes that down, goes and stands in the street. Kind of a cool little slow-mo epic scene with his mask on, wide-eyed and staring at him. <clears throat> um, the, he gives the rest of the group enough time to, you know, load up the plane and get gone before um, and he just he just rushes them, and uh, which uh, this is such a stupid part. He pushes over the phone pole. He could have at least waited till they were there. Could have waited what? I mean, he could have at least waited till they were there and pushed the phone pole over on their car. Yeah, he could have done that. He did it well ahead of time, and he just ran at him. And they got shot. Yeah. So we know bullets work against the super yeah. <laughs> super soldiers. They they've been wasting all this time trying to punch each other. They just need fucking shoot them. Just shoot them. <laughs> shoot them once. Shoot them. Yeah, just shoot them. Um. Oh, I found my other note. So, um, Malthus. Um, he experimented in the comics on Torres. Oh, okay. He experimented on Torres, and here's where it gets kind of freaky. Um, I found this, you know, going back to this real quick. Uh, where is it? I put... He was taking illegal immigrants for his experimentation, and he took Joaquin Torres, mm -hmm. and he made a mistake because this is how he became the second Falcon. He basically grafted him with Red Wings DNA, and so he became a human red wing, a human bird hybrid. Oh, so he wasn't, he didn't, and he wasn't like a bird man. He was like a man bird. He was, the, he was a bird person. Bird person. He was bird person. Yeah. But he, um, a literal falcon. Was, a literal, well, okay, here's where it gets fucked up. You later find out that they were, um, able to reverse the process on a lot of people, but they couldn't with Torres because in the comic, you come to find out Red Wing's a vampire, like a vampire bird. And so they couldn't be separated. So he mutates him into a vampire bird. They can't be reversed. 
But no, no, he he didn't like Red Wing is a vampire falcon, vampire right. falcon. And he has um, he can regenerate. That's how come he never died in the comic. Ah. That's how they explained it. This is how know, we get a, a bird, Yeah, this is how we get played. But yeah, that's how it was. Okay, continue on. But I just thought that was an interesting tidbit. That is actually really cool, though. Yeah, but it's kind know. of messed up. Red Wing was a regenerative vampire. Thanks. Bird. Right. <laughs> Bird. <laughs> Bird. Okay, go on. How would you like to be on the meeting on that? Like, hey, guys, we got to figure out uh, how to make this uh, work. Vampire bird. Really, Steve? <laughs> Steve you've been saying Steve, vampire been bird saying for 10 years. Vampire bird, it works. You know what? Fuck it. Okay. Right. Vampire bird. What happened? That's what we're going to happen. Boss, boss. Charlie just spilled coffee all over the storyboard. storyboard. What do we do? We need something. Vampire bird. Don't say it, Steve. You've been saying it for <laughs> And that's how it came to be. That's exactly how it happened. Quote us. Fight us. Fight us. Okay. Damn it, Steve. Damn it, Steve. <clears throat> so yeah, he just rushes at him and they just demolish him. Like I I seriously didn't get this part. This was the most anticlimactic thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, and I go grand opening, grand closing, mm -hmm. yeah. and these guys get out. They're highly armed. Yeah, maybe it was special bullets. <clears throat> they were rubber. So you guys, you, I don't, I don't want to think it was regular, just regular bullets that they, he got shot with and then died. So I'm wondering if maybe it was kryptonite. Well, then I, I got a little thing here. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. okay go. So next, next thing you know, um, you know, this guy's like, they got away, sir. And then we see Bucky and Sam walking. And he said, when Isaiah said, my people, he's like, oh, don't take that to heart. That's not what he meant. <laughs> He, yeah, I mean, he's thinking, Sam's thinking, you know, it's not white people. He's not talking, mm. don't take that. And he's like, he's like, no, he meant Hydra. Hydra mm. used to be my people. And then Sam knows exactly what that means. He rolls his eyes. He's like, not a chance. It's like, Walker doesn't have any leads. And he's like, I know where you're going with this. That We're not doing this. And he's like, he knows all of Hydra's secrets. Do you remember Siberia? And then I knew at this point who he was talking about because of Siberia. Bucky knows him. And we saw his face mask at the end of episode one. Zemo. Zemo. Mm -hmm. They're going to go visit Zemo. Doing a lot of globetrotting in this episode. They are you know, um, Germany, back to the States, they go to Baltimore, and like, oh, let's go to Siberia. Yep. And it was really cool because then at the end, you know, we see the cell and then there's the side profile of Zemo. Mm -hmm. And it's the same guy from Age of Ultron. So it, I like how Marvel does that. Yeah. You know, they keep mm -hmm. the same people, unlike DC. Um, and then if we're looking at the end credits here, we see all, you know, the kind of the, the broken walls and stuff. 
don't know if you caught it where it showed Captain America and it says, you know, and there's his howling commandos. There's the howling commandos there. Did it show that on the Next last one? Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think it did. Okay. It might have. We just might have missed it. And then it shows um, uh, Walker as Captain America. Yeah, I just thought I'd catch that. Um, where was the other interesting one I caught? Um, and then there is, oh, what was her name? Carly. Um, what's her? Monica. Mon Mon not Montague. Mon Butterfuoco. <laughs> Whatever. But a um, and then we see the monkey with the Singaporean writing. And if you look real close again, you can see Matador, Matapore. They're going to Matapore. I'm mm -hmm. wondering when this is going to play into effect. Um, and then there was something else that was in here that I saw. I'm trying to find it again. You can see some of the serum. <clears throat> yep, yep, the serum, which is important. Um, there's Red Wing. Oh, rest in peace, Red Wing. Uh, yeah, but can, then we they have the technology. They can rebuild him. They can rebuild him. They just don't want to spend a lot of money. And then, oh, uh, right there, um, you see a picture of Isaiah with subject and his subject number. And just, you know, like it's a ripped piece of paper. It's an examination log. Oh, okay. So I thought that was just kind of important. And then there's a picture of Sam. I didn't know, you know, there wasn't as many Easter eggs in this ending one as I thought there would be. Where's the other one? Yeah, like Kyle said, the the, the serums there. There it is. Um, and if you look, Power Broker is watching above the serum. Oh, go back to that. I missed that. So yeah, this Friday is going to be exciting. I'm really curious to. What's your? Uh, uh, let's 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 do some little fun thing. What do you what do you predict is going to happen? In the next episode i wish i could tell you <laughs> um predictions predictions i think i think they're gonna meet up with zemo mm -hmm. um they're gonna have to i think they're gonna have to strike a, a bargain with the devil we've Mephisto? seen zemo's mask <laughs> with mefesto <laughs> i think that you know they're gonna have to do something with zemo we know we've seen zemo's mask Zemo's going to get out somehow. I'm wondering if to get this information, they're going to have to let Zemo out. Maybe. I mean, and you know, that that may have been alluded to a little bit earlier with uh, when Sam tells him, you know, we're a free agent. Like, you, you guys have rules of engagement and these things, and uh, we're free we agents. We, we don't have to. So I think that... There's only six episodes. I think I think the four are going to come to blows. Yeah. I'm going to say towards the end of episode three. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to fairly quickly. Yeah. Um, so I have a feeling towards the end of episode three, we're going to get our fight scene. Okay. Um, I'm wondering if Torres 
is going to get a get captured somehow because he seems to not follow the rules and i'm wondering if somehow he'll become the new falcon i think that sam will become the new cap at the end And I think that the Flag Smashers may end up not being as bad as we think they are. I mean, they're I bad. Think, I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think they're going to be as bad as we think they are. I think we're going... I'm, I'm going to kind of hang with my... Just for the for the sake of it, hang with, uh, with my theory that they're also kind of being backed by, uh, you know, new captain and Battlestar, in mm-hmm. a way. Push through one way or the other either directly or like you said, off their connections with the uh, power broker. You know, maybe that's how new cap. That's how Walker got his powers, his, you know, off the chart strength. And uh, Battlestar. And Battlestar who holds his own very well as well. I mean, he, he was doing pretty good in that fight too. Um, and they're going to maybe find out that they, they were pawns in some game. Some well, bigger hierarchy scheme. I'm wondering if if we're going to see this underground wrestling league. Um, and I'm going to call it right here too. I'm going to go and say that John's going to be an anti-hero, like he is in the comic. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to bring him into. I don't think this will be the last we see of him. This series. Um. Not the series, but I'm saying like in the MCU phase four in general. Right. Yeah. Like, you don't think they're going to, he's not going to get killed off. They're not just going to end the character at this. He's going to have some role to play later. I think he's going to have a bigger, because I think he's going to have a, he has a higher purpose. You know, and it could be, you know, is in one of the movies that hasn't even started yet. It's in, you know, being written like they could be, this could be testing out. See, like, do we want to, you know, how does um how does walker resonate with the audience mm-hmm. and if he gets a uh enough reception not necessarily positive or negative you know as the good guy or the bad guy or whatever enough that yeah we can bring him back into the storyline or if he's ends up being a bunt character by the end of this series that they then we may not see him anymore yeah um i'm almost wondering too if I don't know. I don't know. It's like, this has got me guessing, but we know we're going to see Sharon again. She's been in the ending credits. I'm just wondering in what capacity. Because yeah. she's a pretty major character. She really is. Like, she was, I, I want to say she was acting director of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a little bit. So, we'll see. A few days away from another one. So, I know. So, with that, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, let us know in Discord. Join um, the Discord down below. There's a link for it. Down um, below. Click it. Agree to the rules. Get your role assigned so you can join in the conversation. Not just this, with all the other fun, cool, nerdy things that we talk about. And so um, don't think we're just Marvel stuff. That's just this the hot no. thing right now, and this is what we like, and right. that's what we're going to talk about. But we do have other episodes and things coming out that uh, and lined up that are outside of this that I think you guys enjoy. We have some of the past that we've already done. 
So you'll see some more of those, but yeah, if you want to get in those conversations, you got something that you think would be fun for us to cover, um, whether, you know, let, think us know. It, let us know. You think that, Hey, these guys might know something about this, or these guys know jack shit about this and we want to hear them stumble their way through it. Put the suggestions out there. Let us know. We'll, we'll do, do it. it. Mm-hmm. We're not above it. So with that, um, I know Kyle's tired. I'm tired. We're not going to do our typical, what did you learn this week? What are you watching? What are you reading? Because mm. this is the Nurky. Um, normally we would. I'll be watching the back I'm of my tired. eyelids here in about 30 minutes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so um, we'll do that for our, our next episode. Um, our next episode will be regular episode, not a Nurky. It is a Nurky, but it'll be not a bonus episode. It'll be a full episode. Mm. We'll call it because, again, uh, Kyle and I are both going to be busy this next week or two. So frankly, we're only going to have time. Yeah, we're only going to have time to get one episode in. Um, so that'll give you guys time to catch up on stuff you haven't listened to yet. So yeah, listen to the rest of our stuff. Uh, episodes mm-hmm. one finally got past sixty nine listens. We're at seventy now. Uh, I want to nice. hit seventy one. So you know, someone go re-listen to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just say hit it seventy one. So with that, everyone, um, this has been everyone. See. Already messed up. This has been Every Man's Guide to Nerddom. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. Thank you guys for listening. Um, have a good night, morning, day, wherever it is where you are, and be good to each other. Hi. Bye. Boop. And- Nerd could rise up. It could get elevated. Nerd could rise up. It could get elevated. Nerd core used to be just a made up word. MCs shied away from belief. Rest assured, they sleep hard.